start the uh, the Mixler stream. There we go. The Mixler stream is up and well. Welcome to all of our listeners on Mixler. Thank you all for joining us. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. I am your host, Joey Fats. With me tonight, please. What up, what up? Sean couldn't make it. Um, he was too embarrassed by the Celtics getting blown the fuck out <laughs> the other night. And he said, it. fuck that shit, I'm not coming in. Uh, just kidding, he actually had uh, he had other, he had, you know, his day job, you know, they called, and uh, he had to, uh, you know, make sure he uh, pays the bills, so. You gotta do that. It is what it be, bro. So uh, we're here with you, hanging and banging. Tuesday night, June the 7th of 2022. Lot has taken place. In the last seven days, we will get all up in that shit. Uh, we will obviously be all in on the Celtics and the Warriors uh, leading up to tomorrow night's pivotal game three, as yeah, they say. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been told tomorrow night is a pivotal game three. Yeah, well, it is. It is. I mean, right? It's it's Isn't it always? Yeah. Isn't every game in the finals pivotal? Kind of, yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, man, game one, this is huge. We, you know, we can get the win. Celtics, we can get the win game one. <laughs> I was just saying. All right, but now, like, game two, oh, shit, this yeah. is huge because, like, the Warriors can't lose because if they lose, the down 0-2 coming back to Boston. But if we win, we up 0-2 going to Boston. And then game three is like, oh, shit, the series is split. Yeah. This is pivotal. And then whoever loses game three is going to be like, well, game four is pivotal. Oh, my God. There's so right. much pivoting. Ask LeBron about how many games can be pivotal. Pivotal. You know, I like it's it's like the the, uh, the analytics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the analytics. Uh, right. Yeah. Which is, isn't a real word, by right. the way. Uh, are uh, are through the roof, but uh, yeah, every game is pivotal, 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 pivotal. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have all the uh, we'll have all the pivotal games uh, covered here for you about these finals that are currently taking place. We will give you a little bit of the motorsports minute. We got Tom Brady being the weirdest motherfucker of all time. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of the new golf league that is set to rival the PGA, which I am absolutely tickled for. Yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, a bunch of news about that. Deshaun Watson is a certified freak. Uh, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about, plus all of your phone calls. 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts on the air. Uh, we've got you know the Broncos getting sold. Know, uh, rumors dude. about Russ Wilson's contract extension and what that's going to cost. I heard about that. Um, which I'm all with it. I'm with it, baby. So uh, let's do it, baby. <laughs> let's do it. Let's hit it. Uh, 774-992-8702. Give us a call. Make sure you give us a like and a share. And uh, if you like the show, give us a follow over on row one, at row one seat one on our Facebook page. Yep. Uh, we're also going to be the show will be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as soon as the show is over. So uh, if you get your podcasting through there, please leave us a five star review. Those really help. And um, if you could subscribe to us as well, that also helps because uh, listens don't count, but subscriptions do. Yeah, that is which is a really weird thing. Um, so we're uh, we're going to try to you know try and get that uh, those numbers up because um, well. I want to be able to tell Sean that he, you know, I want to be able to dangle a carrot in front of y'all's face and say, well, if you don't play, you don't, you know, this ain't no Ben Simmons, bitch. You don't, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta play to get paid. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be working on that, hopefully, uh, as, uh, as time progresses here. But uh, let's dive into this. Uh, let's just, let's just get ready. What did we, what did we want to lead off with? What was our, what was our lead? Do we want to do golf? Do we want to do basketball? I mean, I think we should just go right into the basketball. Yeah, go right into the Celtics. I mean, let's get right into the Celtics and the Warriors. Another 
terribly controlled game by the Celtics. I mean, turnovers, man. I, well, I, it's no secret. I shouldn't even have to say it. You know what I mean? It's no secret. The turnovers are killing them. You know, it's just control the fucking ball, man, you know? Control the ball. And, um, you know, it would also help if you stopped letting, I don't know, you know, Jordan Poole hit, you know. 39 footers. 39 footers at the end of the third quarter. That might help. Might go a long way towards uh, getting you guys into, um, you know, a better position to win. Um, But let's, all right, so let's go back. Let's rewind because a week ago tonight we were sitting here on the precipice of game one, uh, which we hadn't seen yet because the, the finals kicked off obviously Thursday night. Right, right. Thursday night. Game one, the Celtics had an absolutely just majestic comeback. I mean, there is nothing. There's let's not mince words. I'm going to set my haterism aside here for a second. (laughs) Wow. And I'm just going to say I'm just going to call it what it was. It was brilliant choking by the Golden State Warriors. I mean, just the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone choke like that since Mia Khalifa and uh, Deshaun Watson's apartment, which we will also get into. Yeah. However, um, hey, you can't prove that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't prove that shit. Uh, but no, but seriously, that was um, it was equal parts choke, equal parts great comeback. I mean, the Celtics, did they miss a three in the fourth quarter? No, I think they banged. I think they like, missed like two, maybe yeah, three. Yeah, their percentages were stupid high. I mean, Al Horford goes six for eight from behind the arc. Yeah. Uh, Derek White, who I kept calling Danny White um, the whole time, just just to be disrespectful, uh, you know, <laughs> was went off. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just – it was one of those victories for the Celtics where, like, everything broke right, everything went right. well, and the Warriors kind of found themselves with their pants around their ankles in the fourth quarter. I mean, when you get outscored 40-16 to 16 yeah, that's in crazy. any NBA basketball And they were up by, what, 18 con- at one point? Uh, they were up by 17 or 18 at 14, one point. 14, I think, was the max. No, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? No, I think it was only like 13 or 14. Or because I, I remember when I left work, uh, when I was actually, when I, I left, I was uh, on my final round. I peaked at a, at a score. Yeah. And uh, it, the, the Warriors were up 14. Uh, by the time I got to the ad gate, uh, it was, it, you know, I had my buddy who was a Celtics fan walking in for his shift. Flipping me the bird and telling me to go fuck myself because yeah. obviously I said dubs and three, and uh, it was looking like that was going to be the case. I didn't even put the game on the radio. I got home, and I'm going through Facebook and I'm like, "What the fuck is everybody so stoked for?" I'm like, "What the fu- like? Why right, is right. everyone all gassed the fuck up right now? What is going on?" And I hit Google and I hit the app and I and I see the score and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was like. I was I was baffled. I was beside yeah. myself. I was floored. I could not believe my lying eyes. Right. And then I saw the numbers for the fourth quarter, and it was four, I, the, the Celtics outscored them forty to sixty. I'm like, they scored. Oh, wait, hold on. They scored forty points in a quarter. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, this is the same Celtics team that I just watched like struggle to beat like a wounded Miami team that can barely score. Right. I'm like, right. am I? Am I in, am I on a planet delusional right now? What is going on? And I just I, I watched the highlights of the game. I went back. I watched you know went through Twitter, checked everything out, and I just texted my buddy and I was like, dude, what the fuck happened? He's like, bro, the Celtics didn't miss in the fourth quarter. He's like, straight up, if they just if they squared up from behind the arc, it was but nothing but the bottom of the net. He's like, I I have no explanation, and I was like, okay, fair enough, because yep. I did say. Before the season, uh, before the series started, this time last week, that that's what I was afraid of. That if Golden State was going to lose a game or two, it was because the Celtics were going to go off. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the audio. 
uh, which I have queued up right here, uh, which it just, it really just boggled my mind how this could have possibly happened. Let me uh, let me find the uh, thing right here. Okay, so this is me last week on this show stating exactly what I was afraid of. And that's exactly what happened. And Golden State was unable to match it. But that's what I said was going to happen. That's what I said it was going to take for the Celtics to win a game against Golden State. They were going to have to shoot basically the lights out and just outscore Golden State because, listen, I get it. The Celtics have good defense. They have a great right. team. They got, you know, all this depth. and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I've heard it from all you fucking green teamers for two fucking months now. Like, Whatever. But I did say, and what did the Celtics shoot from behind the arc? Like fifty-one point eight percent on the game, and yeah. they hadn't, and they didn't hit shit until the fourth quarter. They were like nowhere to be found, you know, quarters one through three. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going out on a thick limb, a thin limb here, and I'm like, you know, making this crazy assertion, like, well, yeah, you know, if they shoot fifty percent from three point, then they're probably going to win. Yeah, no fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, but nobody thought they were going to shoot fifty fucking but percent. From who thought that the they were going to shoot that high again? And I wouldn't have. You, you wouldn't have. You didn't because I didn't. You're I not, was also unable to watch the game because I was at work. So you're, but you're also not a green teamer. You're a Celtics fan. You're not a green teamer. There's a difference. Facts. Big difference. So, we get through that game. So, game one happens. Now, all of a sudden, oh, boy. We're having a different – this is a different conversation. This is a big-time different conversation. Holy yep. shit. If they can go in into Golden State and just win a close game, too, keep it close, be in it at the end, you know, have Golden State on the ropes. Even if you don't win game two, if you can go in there and just put them on the ropes – and make them pull something out of the hat, make, you know, Steph pull a rabbit out of the hat and hit a big, you know, have a big fourth quarter or a big stretch in the fourth quarter. Just keep it within single digits till the end. I know. Then you're sitting there looking going, okay, the Celtics are the better team. They are the deeper team. They're the more prepared team. Ime Yudoka has this guy, these guys believing that they can go into Golden State and win this game. The ghost just opened up the door to the fucking attic. Um, so. Can you go close that real quick? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, that just headphones, headphones. There you go. Uh, yeah, sorry. Just make sure you push it, like, tight, tight. There you go. Yeah, right, thank you. Paul's a doorman. He's a doorman. Fucking doorman. Doorman. Got it. Doorman. Um, but, no, what I was saying is if, if they could have gone into game two and yeah. just kept it close, and you, you know what I mean? Now you're saying you're like, okay, we're the better team here. Yeah, but We've uh, got them on the ropes. But the entirely opposite thing happens in game two. But like you stated before we even got into the conversation, it took fucking Poole to pull 40-footers out of his ass to, to take that. They were about tied. What was that, the end of the third, going into the fourth? No, they, they were – it was a close game going in. But I was kind of shit at that. Towards so. the end of the third, you could, you could feel the momentum starting to get away. From, the, from Celtics. the Celtics, the turnovers kept catching up, and plus they couldn't. I Which mean, has been the story of the, the Celtics whole, all season. I know, I know, and it's like unfortunately, postseason. Yeah, well, unfortunately, like when they get rolling, dude, 
it's like they get rolling. And they can, it can happen at any time. It can happen at the second half. It can happen in the fourth quarter. It doesn't matter. But the fact remains that they just – with the turnovers and the inconsistencies, it's just like it was in Miami. It's just like it was in Milwaukee. It's just like it has been the entire postseason. You just have to stay fucking consistent. We've said it the whole time. Right, and the Celtics you know? can't do that. The only thing the Celtics have going for them is that they're undefeated coming off of a loss in the postseason. Right. I'm not going to lie. I think that ends tomorrow night. I, I, yeah, I we, mean, I don't we, know, dude. We talked about it earlier, and I, I, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I do don't know if Golden State loses again. If Horford and Smart show up like they did last game, then yes. If they show up, if they play like they did in game two, forget it. This is this They're is fucked. Be... Horford didn't show up. Smart didn't State show up. It was all Jalen Brown and Tatum, and they did what they. And could. of course, and everybody. And, and then you know, then there's you know, the, there's the whole dynamic. The thing is with this Celtics team, is that they're they they've been very fortunate throughout the playoffs. They caught Mill. They you know they got Brooklyn, who was just a mess. Okay, I get it. Kyrie and KD. All four of those games were tight. Close games. Could have gone mean, could have really gone either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like mean, Tatum pulled the last minute buzzer in what game one? Game one. That was close. You know, the, to the, shit. where where uh, uh KD and Kyrie just played Olay defense and they were just like, Go to the hole. Hey. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. Go to the hole. Hit the hole like you are Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> and there is a massage therapist there. Yes. Uh, that All will, night, that, ladies and that, gentlemen. That'll, yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a reoccurring theme of the joke tonight. Don't be, uh, don't be afraid. It's, it's fine. 992-774-992-8702. Uh, Give us a call whenever you're ready. Uh, they, played goal, they played the Nets four tough games. Okay. Yep. Arguably, the, you know, and I'm like, oh, they beat the best seven seed in the history of seven teams. Yeah, whatever, dude. Like, okay, cool. Cool feather in your cap, sweet bro. Uh, then they get the they get the Bucks. No Chris Middleton, yep. get taken to seven hard fought games. You know, with the with the Bucks, which again another one that is just like, all right, like the Celtics won that. There's nothing in that that series that I can sit here and say like, oh that that game should have gone to Milwaukee or that game. No, because most most of the games were blowouts, with the exception of like game three. Yeah, I think when Al Har- uh, oh, was at Horford that just like barely missed the putback. You know, like it was still yeah, in his hand with right the buzzer. Hand, it was like a right. Saturday afternoon game or something like that. Uh, that was it. So they get lucky with that, and then they go and they get Miami, who just couldn't score the basketball, and it took her- uh, Herculean effort from Jimmy buckets. Yeah, you know, and to, uh, to to get him to where they even were to begin with. So. Right. Look, I, I think the f- for the first time this postseason, the Celtics are playing a team that is as complete as they are in terms of health, in terms of skill, in terms of coaching, in terms of everything. And yeah, and I mean the veteranness of the of the Golden State Warriors plays a big factor. I they've feel been they've there. This is their sixth their sixth yeah. finals in this eight is years. Like normal I mean, for them. This is what they do at the end of the season. Yeah, this is the, right. Exactly. This is just they're kind of like, oh right. Yeah, the for uh, the regular season formality, and uh, here we are. So, right. look, I, d- I don't see I, I can I, listen. I'm not going to say I don't see Golden State winning out because I I don't know that in the NBA I don't know that teams lose typically don't lose four in a row. Sorry, man, I'll just kick my ass again. It's okay. It's dude. Uh, this rain that we're going to get tomorrow on yeah, Thursday, I am so tomorrow. welcoming because it is like I dude. I rinsed off my patio yesterday. My patio. And it was a sea, a sea of yellow. It was just awful. Dude, my truck is white. It's like I, now I, neon I, green. I washed my car yesterday, and there's, there's now it's now coated in yellow again. Like it's, it's just disgusting. 
Jets. It's gross. Um, so I don't see the sell. I don't know if I like, I don't know if the if the Warriors will will win out. Would I be surprised if they won out? No. However, I think the Celtics have too much pride in them to to get right. basically get you know gentlemen's swept. Yeah. Um. But I did have Dubs in five before the series, so right. I just didn't see it. I figured Golden State would win one and two at home. Then they would win, you know, tomorrow night in in Boston to put it 3-0. Boston would win game four. They'd go home to Oracle or whatever it's called, Chase now, and, yeah. uh, and they would win game five at home. I still think that's possible, but I think more likely now that the, the – the Warriors probably win it in six. Right, you think they're just going to go three and three and because a row I didn't right have now. them. I didn't have them winning. Yeah, I did not have the Celtics winning game one. Like uh, I definitely didn't. A forty to sixteen fourth quarter. Nope, definitely did not. Have. That was but not right, on my radar. Right there, that whole it, it just shows you the caliber team that the Celtics can be, which is pains me to say well, it. They can. They can be. They can. There. There. There can be. Their potential is they can beat anybody. They, they're a championship team. Right. I mean, listen. They are in the finals. I mean, look, we can we can sit here and talk about no Chris Middleton and Miami's shortcomings and the Nets being a mess, but the bottom line is that the Celtics beat who was ever put in front of them, right. and they're still here. Right. And they've still survived, and they still advance. So let's not take away anything from them in that regard. Right. Well, that's not what I was trying to do, but I guess... No, 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 I know you were. I'm, right. I'm saying for, for me as the resident Boston hater, right? <laughs> um, I'm not taking away from what the Celtics have accomplished so far. I mean, I'm just stating the facts. Like, look, right. if Chris Middleton plays in that Milwaukee series, Milwaukee probably wins in six. Yeah, it's probably a different story. I'm you not going to lie. It's not Boston in seven. It's Milwaukee in six, maybe even five. I don't know. Right. Uh, but, we, we, but you know what? That's the beauty of sports. Injuries are the great equalizer. Things happen, and you have to adapt and overcome. This is why you love sports, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, do I hate people getting hurt that I love? Hell no. But like you said, it it evens the playing field in most cases. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the Celtics Celtics Warriors tomorrow night, game three, pivotal Pivotal. game three uh, in the garden. Uh, Listen, I'm just – I'm going to go out, and I'm going to say right now my prediction for game three, I think think the Dubs take it. I think Golden State is the better team. They're – they're better coached. Not to say that Yudoka isn't a great, isn't going to be a great coach, because I think in his first year he's already done things that Brad Stevens couldn't even dream of doing. Right. Uh, which is, you know, get the most out of a pretty talented team and and get them to figure out how to play team basketball. Right. Uh, which we watch Brad Stevens flounder around with uh, arguably more talented teams. And granted, they ran into LeBron and. You know, they had that one time against Miami when Miami switched to like a uh, like DYAA level defense, and the Celtics <laughs> just were like, Wait, "What? What is this? Like, like dumb it down, guys." Yeah. It, uh, what, the, what? Zone defense? How do you beat a zone motherfucking defense? Um, but they were they were less mature back then. But nonetheless, Yudoka's uh, done a great job. I, I can't say you know anything bad about him. However. You know, Steve Kerr, I mean, especially if he, you know, if he if he curbs the crocodile tears and the pounding the table and, you know, the end gun violence, you know, I love how they have an end gun violence T-shirt on, but they're also subsequent, like simultaneously wearing masks on the sideline. Like, 
It's like, man, you are just all about the virtue signal. Huh? <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're just all in on you're that shit. You're a hype beast for you're that shit. Yeah, I wonder if he'll, uh, I wonder if, I wonder if he'll, if he'll uh, pound the table about the, uh, what was it, the uh, like ten mass shootings over the weekend or whatever that left thirteen people dead and yeah, 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 forty something wounded. But you know, yep. probably not because they were all took place in like Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Chicago and Baton Rouge, and, right, right. You know, places that are. Um, uh, you know, there was, well, there was, there was no white kid with an AR-15, so there's really no reason to be upset, you know. Right, right. Um, but nonetheless, I, I digress. We will, uh, <laughs> we won't turn this into a Steve Kerr bashing session, even though I could go on for hours about that fucking phony, but nonetheless. Yeah. Um, back to the Celtics, the Warriors. Uh, I think the Dubs take it tomorrow night. Game four, I think, will be massive. It, it's just Sunday night is going to be huge. Yeah. Regardless of who wins tomorrow night, Sunday night obviously yeah. will be the bigger of the two of the two games, um, because whoever loses tomorrow night still has a chance to even the series. I still, I think Celtics come out tomorrow night and win just because obviously they're playing at home more comfortable. I think maybe it'll take. Really, I think because they've been a they've been a pretty poor home team. I do see the only yes, thing. Their road, what are they eight and two on the road? And the only thing like they that? have going for them too is that you know they're they're undefeated after a loss in the postseason. I so. just think a team is going to take, and I'm hoping that this is. I mean, with any team, it takes you know. It takes you a game to acclimate, I guess, or it takes you a little while to acclimate to. But they got blown playing. the fuck out on Sunday night in game like, one. Like, I know like, Celtics went over and they were just like, "Fuck you." Well, no, the Celtics, the Celtics blew them out game one because they had that ridiculous fourth quarter where they shot. You know, they they I think they I think their fourth quarter three point shooting. I, I want to say they were like like eight for eleven or nine for twelve or something like that. Like they shot like 80 percent from the arc. Right in in the fourth quarter of game four, of game it's one, it's gonna take Horford it's, and Smart to get twenty. It's not gonna happen again. And even if they do, even if Horford and Smart do get twenty, because we know where, Tatum's gonna get thirty. Tatum is the is he though? Yeah, I think he's gonna. Drop he's 30. the softest fucking superstar, and I will use that very loosely. I, get, I have seen in a long time. But to find soft superstar in this day and age in the NBA, which is something I think we were gonna talk about earlier about past 80s and like even like what Cedric Maxwell said and stuff like that when it comes to like how Draymond Green acts these days and shit like that like this is the new NBA I mean soft is what I mean do I hate the flopping and the fake injuries and the trying to play it off and shit absolutely but unfortunately is the product that's on the field today on the call I should say and kind of just got to deal with it and run with it I don't think Tatum's soft I just think that if he gets in his own head he start, you know, that's exactly what he does. He just gets inside his own head and he starts missing and missing and he has a shit game. Yeah, but if he comes out and he's on, dude, it's like, dude, some of them fade away jumpers, some of them shits that you saw the other night, dude, when he was hit, and even though they lost, it was like, damn, bro, this dude, he fucking, he's Listen, on when he's his, on. His skills are are there. Right. But it's the mentality, it's the mindset. Okay, game one, right, everybody right. was slobbing his knob. Right. Because... Well, he realized he was having a shitty night scoring, so he became a facilitator and a distraction, and that's what got them to win. Okay, so what happened in game two? Did he just forget how to do that? Because right. it's like you never know what Tatum you're going to get. Right, you And don't. unfortunately, and those are two very different Mentally, Tatums. he's soft as shit. You know? He has no idea. He's super immature. We talked about it last week. He's super immature. He's, and I believe he's soft. I, I don't care, like... He needs time to develop. Like this is still going of to, course, de- yeah. to develop. And to answer, to answer one of our one of the questions in the chat room, yeah, I believe game two was the real Celtics. I believe game two was a more was a clearer look at the difference between these two teams than game one was. Game one I was think a that's game the one fine was, line. Game one was a total anomaly. Game two, 
You mean to tell me you can't? You this could, isn't the first time we beat out a postseason opponent by 20 points. No, though. I know, but I'm just saying, when you talk about Golden State and the Celtics, if I told you that Golden State, you told me game one, okay, great. Like, let's take the 40 to 16 fourth quarter off the table real quick, and you just right. say, Celtics win 120, 108. They win by 12. You're like, okay. Or you go to game two and the Celt- and the and the Warriors win by 20 plus or whatever it was, whatever right, the final right, ended up being. Right. Which one is more like, okay, you look at game one and you say, all right, like I could see the Celtics winning a close one. You know, it's tight at the end and they and they eke out and they get in the foul, you know, whatever the things go go well for them. Or you see the go- that Golden State wins by 20 plus. Like, yeah, of course Golden State's going to win by 20. When Golden State wins, they're going to blow the doors off of you. Yeah, but Golden State won by 20 plus when we again had 15 or more turnovers. But that's what the Celtics do. I They've know. done it this whole postseason. They, they, we, we talked about it last week. I wonder how many games I'd like to go back. Mark which is I, smart. I don't have. Should not have hands <laughs> to touch a basketball. If somebody knows, I want to see like the chart or the graph or whatever one. How many games we've won and what turnovers? I want to see like you know through the series. You know what I mean? Through through Brooklyn, through Milwaukee, through the Heat, and obviously whatever first two games we have for the for the Warriors. How many turnovers did we have, and did we win? If it's 15-plus, I bet we lost. I bet there's a shitload of games. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's like saying, it's like, oh, did my quarterback throw three interceptions this game? Then well, well, we probably lost, but yeah. Yeah, but that, but I want to see, you know what I mean? There's obviously, like, there's a main correlate. So, when you look at, like, that, like that. the uh, the advanced metrics, if you will, or whatever, right, right. like, Tatum was, what, minus 36 in game two? I mean, that's, that's like, you're better off just benching something. him at that point. Yeah, something like that. So, which they're not going to do, obviously. We know that. But the point is that Tatum was so bad in game two. and then, But he got all this praise in game one. We praised him in game one. Oh, he, didn't, he, he recognized that he couldn't hit a shot. So he started becoming a facilitator. Okay, what happened in game two then? Because, um, you know, game one was great. Cool. Like, that was awesome. Great win for the Celtics. But game two, in my opinion was closer to reality of what this series will end up being than game one was. What do you think is more likely? The Warriors winning by 20-plus on any given night or the Celtics outscoring the Warriors 40-16 to 16 in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, just I'm just being honest here. Like, this is not and, – and this isn't – you know, put your oven mitts away. This isn't a hot take. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying anything that, you know, anybody couldn't who has two eyes and a, and a brain that watches basketball couldn't figure out. I'm just stating the obvious here. And it just it just so happens that the Celtics were the beneficiaries of Golden State being up 14, 15 points, whatever it was in, in game one, completely took their foot off the gas. And the Celtics went unconscious in the fourth quarter from behind the arc. I mean. Okay, cool. They're an NBA team. They'll make you pay. You know, they're and they're not a bad NBA team. I'm not saying the Celtics are, you know, some shit bum team that shouldn't even be here. I mean, granted, right. I could make, you know, I could come up with about a thousand reasons why they shouldn't, but here they are. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's how shit goes. Right, right. They're here. They're in the finals. Now the thousand reasons for any other team. Yep, that's, that's exactly. I could make up a million reasons for any other team that, that you know, is why they should or shouldn't be where they're at. That being said... I think when you look at it and you really break it down and if you're really, truly honest with yourself and you take your green-colored glasses off, game two was a closer indicator of how the series will go than game one was. 
Now, I'm not saying the Celtics can't win. I don't win think a, you're wrong on that. I don't, I don't think, think it's going to be a blowout like that every time, like in the Celtics' favor. Of I, no, of course not. If it's going to be a blowout, I'm assuming it's going to be Golden State. I mean, yeah. I mean, but well, both teams because, got blown out by 20 points in these two games, so it's well, like, no, no, the Celtics won by 12. Oh, 12, whatever. Well, they came back from 20. But they were down 15 or 14. 15, right, so, right. you know, again, yeah, they outscored them, you know, 20, what, what 24 points. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. In the fourth quarter. It's so crazy. That's ridiculous. That doesn't happen in the NBA. That that was the largest, that was the biggest uh, discrepancy in terms of, like, blowouts in a quarter in NBA Finals history, I want to say. Was it? No yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I, don't think, think yeah. That's, I don't think that's ever happened to that degree ever before. Right. But... Nonetheless, we have game three tomorrow night. We'll see. A pivotal, pivotal game, game three. three. Yeah. And then there will be a pivotal game four. And then probably a really pivotal game five because, oh boy, regardless of what happens between now and then, game five is going to be fucking lit. What day does that fall on? Uh, game five, so it'll be Thursday, uh, Sunday, so probably Thursday again. Damn. I'm going to miss all these, dude. Because game... Game three is tomorrow night, Wednesday. Then game four is Sunday. Sunday night? Did we do this? I think we did this. Last I don't know night. if we checked this. We I could probably it. just go ESPN and look at it because I know it's already it's all laid out like until if necessary, if necessary, blah, blah, blah. But I think I looked right, but, uh, at it. All right. So we've got, uh, you've got tonight, tomorrow night, obviously 9 o'clock. Yep. Uh, game four. Oh, game four is Friday night. Sorry. Game four is Friday night. Okay. I just assumed it would be Sunday. Game five is Monday night. Oh, good. I'll catch that one. So at and least I'll catch five. Game six is Thursday night, and Miss then that. game seven will be Sunday night. Miss both those. So. I'll catch five again. You've got Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Thursday, Sunday. I hate the way the, the NBA does this yeah, whole new schedule thing. It's just, it, I liked it better when it was, when it, what was it? It was, it was uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. It was like every two. Every, yeah, it was Tuesday, Thursday, other, Sunday. Right? Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Game Seven was a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. that was like the forty games and forty nights thing, right? Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday. Or it'd be you have one like random like Monday game or something like you'd yeah. start on Monday or some shit. I, I forget. forget yeah. But nonetheless, no, you'd start on Thursday. So you go Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Game Six would be on Tuesday. Game Seven would be on like a Thursday night or a Sunday night. You know, yeah. You know, it always end up being on a Sunday, but whatever. Who gives a shit? Nonetheless. Game three. Pivotal game three tomorrow night. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Yo, what's up, boys? What up? Uh, what's going on, kid? What's cooking? Yo, Paul, I got a quick I got a quick sale off comment question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, dude? Old old one or new one? Ooh, I like the old one, man. I'm taking old one all day. Awesome. Yeah, I'm taking old one. The new yeah. one's kind of fancy. They, I don't think I chroma paints, but I got to go old one, too. I know. And you know what? I'm sitting on the side of the bar the other day, and I'm looking out through the windows, and I'm like, man, it'd be really nice if I could actually see out the windows instead of, like, 17 staff members standing in the way, which is weird <laughs> to complain about because usually places are understaffed, but it's just like, okay, sailor, like, we get it. If places are understaffed, you're trying to do the exact opposite. Like, why is there seven people behind the bar? <laughs> oh but God, I'll take the old dude. one any day. It was more homey, you know what I mean? More, yeah, uh, it was just more like a, like, yeah, more homey, perfect, dude. Yeah. I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be checking, I'll be checking it out probably not tomorrow, Thursday or Friday, but yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, I will definitely be I will definitely be down there one of those yeah. nights. Food's fantastic. I'm glad they changed the menu, but that's literally all they needed to do to that place was just change yeah. the menu, and it would have been fine if they yeah. just left it. Shout out to my boy, Big Digger Nick. 
Yeah. H-N-I-C. Yeah, over at the sale-off. No, that's nice. But, yeah, how would you like it? You, 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 what's your uh, take on yeah, it? Yeah, what was your? What are your yeah, thoughts I'm on a, it? Because you're I, not – because you, you, it's, 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 it's a trip for you to come down here now, you know? I used to love sale-off because I grew up over there with Dartmouth, so, like, it was just so easy. You know, you go out there, you see Dartmouth kids and stuff, and Bedford kids. Like, it was just easy. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like I got overcharged. I didn't really complain, but – like, I think they just was a mistake, I would think. But, like, it was right. just expensive, dude. It's an expensive place now. Yeah, I know. I was looking at some of the menus. I was like, damn. I'm like, they're I trying heard. to keep up with Luna Moss and all that other surrounding stuff. <laughs> yeah, Village, Village Market and Little Moss and the Bass and everybody else. Right. is like, oh, yeah. I mean, listen, man. You, you want to go to paid down, you're going to pay paid down in prices, right? Yeah, just because oh, four God. out of five cars drive around a Porsche, they can it's, charge up yeah, the ass. It's, fucking, like, Jesus. it's Padanaram, baby. Yep. That's what, what happens. Seth, why can't the Celtics they can they can blow a team out of the water if they're down 01 or 02? Why is it once they get ahead, do they just think they're cool and stuff? Why can they never play well when they're doing up in a series you or know, doing well? We just we were praising Yudoka about you know and, and everything he's done as a head coach so far this year and, and basically getting over the Brad Stevens hump. That would be the one drawback was like, okay, how do you convince these guys after they've won a game that they haven't yeah. won a game? Because that's yeah. the thing. Like, every time they, 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 they're undefeated after a loss, I believe, right? Yeah, they haven't yeah. lost too straight yet. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, like, okay, look, like, we, we won one in Golden State. Like, let's keep our foot on the on their throat yeah. and let's get yeah. two. Because we come back to Boston up 2-0. Wow. Oh, man, now we're, we're singing a whole different fucking tune. Yeah. I know. I just don't get it. There's so like I know it's not just all Tatum's fault because Horford's smart and whoever else didn't play that didn't score a ton either. But it's exactly true. They're gonna get over that or they're gonna fall short this year. And you know yep. and you know Joey Fats's boy LeBron's got something up his sleeve, so it's not like they can just go back and win. Goddamn right he does. <laughs> Might wait till Donovan Mitchell's in LA next year and everybody's gonna be like, Fuck <laughs> Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna figure it out. Is there any chance they can win two straight in Boston or you think they're just Leave two and tied again. They'll fuck it up. Um, I mean, wait. Do you mean is there any way that that the Celtics can beat to can win two at home? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I think they can. I, I just don't know that they will. I just think Golden State is a better team. I think they're again uh, they they've got the better head coach. They've got the experience. They've yeah. got the better players, in my opinion. I don't care about depth in their bench and all this other shit. Everybody's sitting there railing around about how, oh, the Celtics are deeper, and after game one, they're deeper, they're better, Every all this, all this shit. And then they come out and they just get blown out of the fucking water in game two. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, how's all that depth working out for you now? Like, I don't give a shit about depth. Yeah. Give me a great starting five any day of the week, especially yeah. in the finals. And, I mean, look, you're going to have your guys, like your, your Derek Whites and your – Peyton Whatever Pritchards. your Peyton Pritchards are going to have to step up at some point, but for every one of those guys, you know, there's a Wiggy or a Pool or, you know, I don't know. There's just there's guys that like there's a Looney. There's there's guys that that the Golden State Warriors have that they can answer you with. And yeah. then when you couple that and the fact that this is their six finals in eight years, I'll say there's a reason why they've been there. Listen, six I don't, out of eight, I'm, I'm looking at the teams that they've lost to, and it was they were up three one on LeBron and Kyrie. They lost that series, and then they they lost to Kawhi and, and the Raptors. Right. I, I don't see the Celtics on the level of either of those two teams right now. And remember, we all forget Jimmy Butler basically said "fuck your depth" and almost beat us. He just missed a three pointer. Right. Or seriously, after playing every second of the game, 
Yeah, if Jimmy Butler hits that three, we might not even be having this conversation. This yeah. would be a very boring show, actually. Yeah, I'm actually, totally it, it, you know, selfishly, I'm glad the Celtics won because it gives us something to talk about for the next it's two awesome. weeks. Right, You right. know? I mean, I, I don't root, I'm not rooting so much against the Celtics, but I'm rooting for row one, seat one. And this <laughs> exactly. gives us great content, you know? Yeah. I, first of all, I root for myself, you know? Yeah. Because I'm me, and I like being me, and I root for yeah. me. And then I root for the show. And whatever yeah. makes the show great, you know, that's what we get and that's what we want. Right. Oh, I forgot too, guys. I can ask both of you this. Uh, what's going on? I was, I was heading to work. I heard something about Deshaun Watson fucked up again or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, we had gonna, a whole segment planned we're, out we're, for we're that. Gonna, I can yeah. listen later. You guys don't have to answer. I'll listen later. I'll be we got a whole listening. Deshaun Watson thing coming right, up. I'll be listening, boys. The boy is a deviant. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll be listening. I'll be here. I'll be listening. He's borderline sexual predator. Well, maybe he's already well over that. I think he I'm might sorry. have crossed the border convicted, a little bit. Sorry, convicted sexual convicted. predator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat, right, what's boys. your what's your prediction for tomorrow night? Um, if I'm not going to lie, just being completely honest, I think they're going to come out, play really well. Tatum will go off. And I think the next game is going to be the one where we're really going to like just sit there with our popcorn because they really do have to get over that not winning two straight thing. All right, so you right. got so you got Celtics tomorrow, Golden State on uh, Friday. Yeah, I got splitting in Boston. Unfortunately, I won't lie. Me to too. Guys. I do too. That's what I was just saying. Well, then, I, I think... mean, look, hey, if you can split, if you, if if Boston can split these next two games, that's a that's a win. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. You know, if you can get it to a best of three, I know you got to go on the road and play two of those, but we're a good road listen, team. I like yeah. our roster. Celtics are a better killing on the road. Yeah, they've yep. been better on the road than they have at home. So, I wouldn't be upset about that if I were you, Pat. Yeah, I got splitted in Boston. Definitely. I mean, I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting against you with every fiber of my being, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I would rather see tears and uh, flow through the streets of of uh, Lansdowne Street than um, than duck boat parades. So. Oh my God, it's hilarious. I fucking and hate uh, those yeah. duck boats. I wish they were just. We'll be talking this off season. I, I bet you your Lakers will be back next year. A hundred percent, they will. That's the beauty of being a Lakers fan. We're only one off season yeah. away from being a championship contender. Fucking a. You know, and especially when you, especially with LeBron James is already on the roster. Oh, and that Anthony Davis guy, I know he's hurt a lot, but yeah, we got him yeah. too. Don't get Kyrie. For the love of the Lord Jesus, don't get Kyrie. I don't know. I heard about talks maybe or something Listen, like man, that. I'll, I'll tell you what. Whatever is good for the purple and gold is good for fats. So <laughs> okay. I'll take it. But, but, yeah, Kyrie would be – I mean, listen, if there's one guy that can keep Kyrie in check, it's LeBron. That is true. He's, he's, he's the only one to do it so he's far. Papa. Oh, and I want to. I gotta listen too because I'm. I'm not liking this. Uh, Tom, were you guys making fun of Tom Brady? Oh, yes. oh, we got video. We got video proof that Tom Brady is an absolute fucking abject weirdo now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is going beyond him kissing kids on the mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah, this he's a weird good. guy. I mean, he's he's uh, listen. He's, he's either man. he's either he's either a weird 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 dude or he is just he is all in on the salesman thing. Yeah, strawberries. The guy's a freak. Yeah. I, wait, who doesn't like strawberries? I, I seriously, I've never met anybody in my life that doesn't yeah. like strawberries. Didn't you refuse to eat one on Animal Watch or something? Yeah. Like uh, no, I don't remember. I don't think about a banana, but I mean, he he strikes me as the guy that would eat a banana and then look you in the eyes while he did it. <laughs> he strikes me as the guy that would like cut one up and eat it with a fork. <laughs> oh my god! You know? no, <laughs> <laughs> or he would eat it the long way, like corn on the cob. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not gay, guys. Seriously, look how I eat my banana. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, but we got uh, we got video. We got good video of uh, of Tom Brady being a fucking little bit 
I just learned some lines here, man. Learn with like just naked kids. Just on it. I'll quit while I'm ahead. I'll stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't help my case there. I should have said that one. <laughs> it's okay, Pat. We still love you. All right, all right. Tom Brady probably is weird, but all the rest of the boys, you guys have a good week. Pat, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you next week. 774-992-8702. Great call. Thanks, Pat, for the call. We appreciate it. Love, Pat. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Right on the heels of that one. We got another one. So, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. What's up, brother? Durant. What's happening? Oh, you know, we're, uh, we're all over this Celtics Warriors series, man. Yeah, I was trying to call last week. I actually listened to your whole show, but uh, I was I was working on the car and uh, it just wasn't. Uh, no, don't sweat it, brother. We wasn't we, able we, to happen. We but saw... I actually listened to your whole show last week, so uh, I'm still sticking with my Warriors in five, man. Listen, I said Warriors in five. I um, I'm inclined to stick with it as well. I I just, I, I, again, I think game two was more was more true to the course than game one was. And I just think the Warriors are the better team, the more well-coached team. Uh, They have more top-end talent, which we all know is what wins you championships in the NBA. And I'm not saying the Celtics couldn't go all 4 Pistons with it and, you know, pull pull the rabbit out of the hat, but I just, I really haven't seen that level of of commitment out of them, and I just, I'm not inclined to to believe that they're going to be that good. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sticking with my pick. I mean, I was, you know, I made my prediction last year with Bucks and Six on the show. I was right on the money. Um, you know how we do things on air. We, you know, we first guess things. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick, man. Yeah, and, and I, I think you're smart, too. I mean, especially if, if Golden State can come out tomorrow night, if they can get the win tomorrow night, I think we're, I think, I think this is, uh, this series is a wrap. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think it's going to be another blowout tomorrow. And then uh, the Celtics will make game four a little bit closer, but uh, they're going to lose a close one in game four. And then uh, it'll be there for the taking game five in, in Golden State. If it goes back, if Golden State goes back to, to, to Oakland up 3-1, mark my words, game five will be a absolute bloodbath. Yeah, it'll be over before it'll it. be over I mean, before It's halftime. a little bit of a stretch to say Golden State's going to go into Boston and win both games. It definitely is. It definitely. But the thing it's is, it's a little bit of a stretch. I'll, I'll give though? it that. But if anyone can do it, it's Golden State. Hell yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm, I don't really yeah. think it's that much of a stretch at all, especially with like I said, how inconsistent you can see the, the Celtics being. And we didn't even I mean? and we didn't even talk about Draymond Green's comments after Game One. When he came out after the game and was like, yeah, we basically dominated for like 41, 42 minutes. And, you know, we let up. He's like Al Horford, Derek White. Like, yeah, okay. Just catch a wreck on Jalen Brown trying to see his junk. Yeah, and like they were like, and he was basically, he just basically called him out and was like, yeah, that ain't going to be the case. We're not worried about that. And then game two played out pretty much exactly how Draymond Green imagined it would have in his game one postgame presser. And imagine they really do, you know, they won game one. Imagine they lose four straight. And then, you know, you got Marcus Smart over here saying they would have beat Golden State in 2018. It's like, buddy, you didn't even get past LeBron and Jordan Clarkson. Right. Yeah, there was, uh, you know, that like, was come the, on. the infamous J.R. Smith. I, w- you know? I was drunk on Hennessy before the game series, <laughs> you know. Um, but, no, you're right. I, I, I get it. Listen, I, if the Celtics lose – four straight i will i i mean i'm not gonna lie i'll be i'll be surprised yeah i would be 
Uh, you don't four typically, straight. That's... NBA team teams that get to the finals in the NBA typically don't lose four straight. I think Golden State in six is a much more realistic, um, you know, uh, prediction at this point. If you're gonna, if you're still picking Golden State to win it, um, that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if if Golden State won four in a row. And that's not so much as an indictment on the Celtics, not so much as me saying, like, the Celtics are shit and they're going to lose four in a row. No, I just think Golden State's that good. Like, Golden State is good enough to win four straight against a team like the Celtics. It's not saying the Celtics are bad. I'm not even – and I'm I'm being dead serious. I'm not even trying to, like, clown or shit on the Celtics right now. I just think they're in over their heads. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know – Especially if Golden State decides to, uh, you know, play a little bit of defense. Um, yeah, they got pretty physical with them last game. Yeah, they did. They, they started did. getting I mean, they pretty physical what? last what game. They eight like... points. I mean, I know the bench came in fairly early. Yeah, but... they 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 sat they sat Tatum. They sat I mean, yeah, Brown. They... they sat everybody. They were like, well, and not only that too, but I think Curry was Curry didn't play for most of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I kind of thought that was a little bit too much time to throw in the towel. Because, I mean, crazy things can happen in basketball. But. That's kind of my thing. I feel like, is that not been, like, kind of like the theme of this postseason, though? Like, it, where it's just like, all right, we're down 15 in the fourth quarter. Fuck it. Let's Time get to on. go T-Mac with yeah, it. Yeah, let's go to the next game. Like, I rather mean, than just, like, finals. fighting and scrapping. Finals, I know. I, you know? I, I mean, I've seen 26-point leads get blown. I yeah. mean, it's it's I've seen multiple times. It's not like you I've know. watched LeBron score the last what twenty four points of a game against the defending Eastern Conference champions um, in Detroit. You know, in like and and win series. Like I've seen chase down blocks and steals, and I, I've seen I, I watched I watched the Lakers blow a twenty four point third quarter lead to the Celtics. You know, in a yeah. finals like. I watched Chris Paul on game one of a playoff series. I can't remember who they played, but they were down 26 with about six and a half to go, and they came back and won. I mean, it happens. It definitely happens. I mean, this is why we love sports. This is why we watch, because we're waiting for the the unpredictable, the the incredible, the the thing that shouldn't happen. And, you know, we're we're waiting for the 28 to 3. Always, right. you know what I mean. Like twenty-eight to three is always there. It's always possible. If it's if it's happened once, it can happen again. And yep. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this the NBA these days is just not. It's not built like it was even ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I agree. So um, I did call to actually talk a little, uh, little bit about the Raiders. I know you guys uh, fire the away Raiders quite a few times last week. Um, like I said, I did I did listen to just about the whole show. Um, just wanted to get into a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are following the John Gruden versus NFL case, but yep. as well, of now, it's, it's looking good on, on Gruden's side. It's looking good on Gruden's side, and it's looking great on NFL fans' side because now we're going to get a glimpse into shit the NFL never wanted us to see. Right. Which is always yep. a win for us. Now, Goodell, Goodell's in jeopardy of losing his job. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Goodell. If Goodell, listen, I... I, I watched the twenty listen, I watched the twenty minute YouTube video on the Gruden case and you should have heard the judge, man. I mean, this is coming up in you know, in the court. You know, they they're trying to, you know, justify, you know, the things that were said in these emails and the judge is like, Yeah, but that was years ago. He wasn't even employed by the NFL. Right. 
No, I, 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 I get it. I trust me. I brought I, up in court that was astonishing was, you know, the Raiders were five and two and leading the AFC West before they uh, leaked the emails. You know, yeah. they did it to punish the Raiders. And mind you, you know, which the NFL has been doing. Al Davis, yeah, Al saying, Davis beat the NFL. Yeah, the NFL. So, the NFL has had a vendetta against the Raiders and, and the Davis family for four decades now. I mean, I know we've been bad the last like 20 years. Like, I get it. But, you know, we've also been the most penalized team. And, you know, is that something to look into? It's like. I don't know. I mean, when you start seeing all this stuff come out, it makes you it definitely makes you ask the question. I mean, do I think do I think the Raiders have been self-destructive over the last two decades? Yes. You know, Tom Cable, Art Shell, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, D- D- Dennis Allen. I mean, there's just been a yeah. myriad of terrible oh, trust me. I GMs and head like, coaches. Like- I mean. When, when Jack had, Del Rio is probably like the, a decent eight and eight season with Darren McFadden. And like, that's really all I can remember going back 20 years after the Super Bowl. It was, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was downhill. I mean, y'all, y'all took Robert gallery in the first round of the, what the Oh four draft. And it was like, God damn, this is okay. Great pick. The Raiders are going to be right back in it. And then it just, it was just torpedo after torpedo after torpedo and they just yeah. never recovered from it, and it was just bad. I mean, come on, get Kerry Collins. Right. You know, there was just. But I mean, getting back, getting back into everything, you know, that's going on. Right, um, but to but John, to that John to that Gruden's point, winning. To that point, Durant, my, my my final point of that whole thing was I wasn't to bring up the Raiders' shortcomings to, to shit on the Raiders. I, I mean, that's oh that's, no, you're good, man. That's easy to do. The whole point of that was to piggyback off of what you said with when you said you know is that worth looking into. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's worth looking into because, listen, what's one way to keep a bad team down? I mean, you know. Pay the refs a couple bucks the, to make, know, shitty make, calls. make sure the Make sure the league helps keep them down. I don't know. Like, there is the egos in the front office and the ownership level and the, and the administration level of the NFL are nothing to, uh, to, to spit at. There are yeah, massive egos. I, I don't believe – I don't believe Mark Davis wanted to, you know, fire Gruden, which is why, you know. Hand to God, he didn't. He gave, he, the man, he, he, gave, to, he gave Gruden, Gruden a stake resigned. in the team. Gruden resigned, you know. I, he didn't fire him, but, you know, he was forced by the NFL, and that's where this is coming up in court. That's what's coming up in court. So. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Good, and this I'm team is, Gruden. <laughs> I'm, I'm on team. I'm team Gruden all the way. 100%. I'm team Gruden. This is the one time I'll root for the Raiders is when they go in, they, they get into a legal battle with the NFL. Is, uh, so yeah, you I'll know what Mark Davis wants to do? He wants Kaepernick on the roster so Colin Kaepernick can get a ring. That's the biggest way to stick it to him. That would actually be – that's actually a fairly funny point because I don't think – listen, I don't think I don't think the Raiders are going to sign Kaepernick. I, I believe – yeah. If they, if imagine do, if they I did. I believe he's trying to stick it to the NFL in any way possible. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense if they if that was the reason why they brought Colin Kaepernick in because honestly nobody can really figure out why they would bring him in. He's he's not he hasn't played in five years. He wasn't good the last time he played, and there's really no reason to bring him and all that baggage into a team with a brand new head coach, brand new GM. You know you've got what Carr going into his eighth season now, seventh season, and you're you're trying to get him over the hump, and then you want to bring in this distraction. Doesn't make sense unless you're all you have ulterior motives, and that underlying motive is to say fuck the NFL. 
Yeah. See, I believe Goodell urged owners to not sign Colin Kaepernick based on, you know, the situation. And uh, at this point with the whole, you know, lawsuit with Bruden and all that, I think Mark Davis is like, fuck you. I'll fucking sign him. I'll sign him just to spite you. Right. He'll he'll sign him just out of spite. And I think that would yeah. be. I mean, we know who the starter is, so it's not anything. Oh, like exactly. That, you know? There's. And if if Colin Kaepernick was going to get signed by any team, right, let's just say hypothetically, let's just break this down, it would have to be a team where there was going to be no question as to whether or not who the starter was, right? Colin Kaepernick could not go to, say, Seattle right now and not just because that would cause an absolute shit show. You would have Geno right. Smith, Colin Kaepernick, and Drew Locke competing with potentially Baker Mayfield for the starting quarterback job. Like, this would turn into an absolute PR nightmare for any team, unless you were, I don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Oakland Raiders, any basically any team in the AFC West, uh, the Packers, you know, the Bucks. I don't know, you know, uh, maybe a couple other ones, but there, there's just... There is that element to it, Durant, and I don't, I don't disagree. I don't, I don't even hate that idea. I, I think yeah, it, because that would be that would be such an really Al, that's such an Al Davis move. It. Yeah, I wanted to call last week and talk about it because you guys did bring up the Raiders a few times, but uh, we did. But we yeah, did. man, that's you know everything I just laid out there. I, I truly believe that that's kind of you know. I and listen, I, I would I be surprised. If Colin Kaepernick was on a roster opening day, yes. Would I? But if I was gonna put my money on any roster, listen, man. If Mark Davis wants to honor his dad, then yeah, sign Colin Kaepernick. Fuck the NFL. Fuck Roger Goodell. Fuck Pete Rozelle. Fuck Paul Tagliabue. Like, just go right down the list of everybody that ever fucked with with Al Davis. You know, fucking the pride of Taunton, Massachusetts. Yeah, like they just. The, 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 you know, just win, baby. Like, that's yeah. that's all it could be. Fuck yeah, dude. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm now rooting for Colin Kaepernick to sign with the Raiders. Because I that would just, just because that would just be the ultimate dollar amount. That's my thing. It I won't, it won't be. The dollar amount, the dollar amount will be the league minimum. Off, It'll be the league minimum. And honestly, at this point, Durant, who gives a shit? The fucking NFL salary cap is fake. It's it's fugazi. It's not there. Yeah, it doesn't I, exist. I mean, Aaron Donald just got a fucking raise. He didn't even get any right years now. added onto his contract. And Aaron Donald's making, like, what, like, I don't know, a bajillion dollars now. And it's just like, how the fuck are the Rams going to pay for this? And it's just like, well, they figured it out. And you're like, how? Yeah. I mean, I will say this. The Raiders, you know, the Raiders have $25 million in cap space right now, which is third highest in the league. And More than Marossa enough to sign Colin Kaepernick. Marossa doesn't look all that bad. That's all I'm saying. I mean, listen. We'll 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 get into it as preseason comes up. You know, we'll uh, we'll we'll dive into that a little bit more. But you know what I mean, and, and we'll break down the Raiders. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's I think they get a lot left to be desired on defense. Offensively, I think they're going to be fine. You know, Devontae and Carr. I think that's in, you know you've got Renfro and and and, uh, and Waller. And uh, look, I, I like the Raiders' offense a lot. Um, it's the defense and, and their ability to stop the run. I think that's going to be their undoing. But that being said. We got a whole preseason training camp, all that coming up. And, I mean, shit, bro, we're less than a month away from the 4th of July. We're less yeah, than a month I mean, away from the 4th of July, which really means – which one, means One last thing I want to uh, – Good. One last thing I want to say before I head out of here. Uh, you know, I'm probably one year too late on this one, but remember when I said the Raiders would beat the Bucks in the Super Bowl and put Brady into retirement? Yes. This might be the year, man. I'm not going to go that far yet. 
Um, listen, Derek Carr makes $25 million. This is the year to do it, and I, I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, I still, I still think the Raiders are a year or two away if McDaniels pans out. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, mean, and you, 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 you listened to the show last week. You heard me say on the show last week, if Trey Lance is the guy in San Fran and Jimmy Garoppolo becomes available, I am not 100% sold that Derek Carr is even your starting quarterback on, on opening day. Yeah, I, 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 don't, think, I don't think that's uh, – uh, No, that's you, you should, you know, you I mean, should, I you should think what you're thinking thing. because what you're, what you're saying is – Daniels to the Cutler thing, but I don't think he's going to make that same mistake this time. I, and I, I would hope Ziegler not. Has has the final say over roster decisions. I would hope not so. because Carr is definitely better than Garoppolo. However, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I mean, they're getting Devontae Adams just assures you that Carr, Carr is here to stay. It's it's, it's and it's as he as he should be. Sure. It's about as big of a no brainer as as he no brainers go. College. It's you know, it's, if that doesn't tell you, then you know. Car's the guy, without a doubt. I He's hope so. I, I, he should be, and I hope so, because it's going to make – listen, like I always say, the NFL is a better place when the Raiders are good. All right, fair enough, man. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate you guys. Of course, brother. Later, bro. We'll talk, talk to you soon, bud. No doubt. Later. 774-992-8702. Uh, Paul, what do we want to get into next? I don't know. There's just a little bit of, I mean, training camp. Well, no, OTAs, whatever. People showing up, people not showing up. Uh, Buckner coming out saying that my homeboy, Matty Ice, is taking control. Taking control pretty well. Yeah, apparently uh, this past week in in practice or whatever, he was, uh, you know, they always say you don't really just get the, the respect as a brand new guy coming in from another team. That apparently, sorry, yeah, well, whatever. Um, that apparently Matty Ice has gotten with the Colts so far since he's came to Indianapolis. Um, Buckner came out as far as to say that he uh, was not pleased with the way that the Colts ended the practice the other day and ripped them, quote unquote, a new asshole, which is good to see coming from a guy brand new like Matty Ice who's been there, done that. He's got the, uh, you know, he's got the stats, he's got the years in, he's he's been there. You, you know, gotta, despite- I mean, you, you got to love that as a Colts fan. I'm, I'm you pumped, love dude. I want to see the leadership role come in. We haven't. We've had what six Reggie different Wayne quarterbacks. Is, is Reggie Wayne still a wide, Reggie yeah, Wayne's wide, wide, wide receiver's coach. coach? Yeah. Reggie Wayne went on record saying, "It is scary how much like Peyton Manning Matt Ryan is. Right. In terms of not in like in ter- I'm not saying Matt Ryan is going to be Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I, that's not what I'm saying. So, so slow the fuck down. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that he said it's it's scary how his drive, his ability, his will and want to control the offense, yeah, is like Peyton's, where Peyton demanded certain levels. I mean, remember uh, what was it? Uh, was it Anthony Gonzalez dropped the ball in practice one time, and Peyton told him to get the fuck out of the huddle because Peyton put a ball on him. He dropped the ball and he got he put. I, I mean, Pat McAfee told the story perfectly on his show right um which he also had a great interview today with Darrell Rivas uh phenomenal stuff if you're a football fucking junkie like we are go listen to that at least listen to that interview if not I mean I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and uh, I'll pump Pat McAfee's show he doesn't need my he doesn't need me right. to, he, doesn't need, <laughs> need, he doesn't need me to tell you how great his show is right uh but it was fucking awesome 
It was a great interview. I mean, Revis laid it down, basically how saying how Chant Bailey passed the torch to him as, you know, like, listen, young blood, like, you the next shutdown corner in the league, man, like, told right. him and taught him and everything and all this other stuff. Like, it was just – it was a riveting interview. I was, I was literally hooked on every word of that interview. So props to Pat McAfee and the boys. They did a fucking awesome job today with that interview. Um – that being said, my point, what was I saying? You're going back to how interview how, Pat McAfee, he told the story. Yeah, about, about, about Anthony, Anthony Gonzalez, Gonzalez, about Anthony Gonzalez dropped the ball in practice, and and uh, he got kicked off the, kicked out of the huddle, and they ran a play, and the coaches were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck in there. And he's like, all right. He's like, Payton told me to go. They're like, well, he's not the coach. Guess it, get in there. And he said, he said he went, he went trotting back to the huddle, and Payton just pointed at the sideline. <laughs> As he was walking, like looked him dead in the eyes, was like no, and just pointed at the sideline, was like, all right, and just tucked his tail. And looked at the coach, oh, dungeon, whoever. And, 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 and the coaches, and the coaches were like, all right, never mind, just yeah, fucking stay let him here do what now. he's got to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that kind of control that Maddie Ice is is now apparently trying, right. like, has over this offense. I mean, if you're the if you're the maniac. Oh, you're Buckner. You're one of those guys on defense, dude. You've got to be like six to midnight right now. You as a Colts fan. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. You've got to be loving what you're fucking doing. Leonard had back surgery today, too. Oh, D-Len? But they say he should be back for practice. So it's only a minor surgery. Um, I didn't see exactly what it was. Uh, I don't like the fact that anybody is getting back surgery on anything, especially the maniac, who is my homeboy, my favorite player. He is he's the maniac. But we'll see. Yeah. He's the ultimate I mean, we, we have definitely a team this year that can come out. And I mean, we were going back. Durant was saying something about, you know, when he was going back to saying beating Brady in the Super Bowl and yeah, sending yeah. him in time. And I'm not not to shit on the Raiders, but I'm just saying, like, I'm a Colts fan. I'm like, man, y'all shouldn't have got past us last year. You know what I mean? In that in that one, two, you know, in that, that 500 stretch we had to go against the Raiders right. and the Jaguars. You guys, if, if you guys had anybody but Carson Wentz at quarterback, you probably would have won. Shouldn't have dropped that game. Probably would have won the division, to be honest. That's but, what I'm know, saying. Whatever. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, we're a ten times better team this year. I'm like, everybody, you know, people sold the, the Colts short with Carson Wentz, and, I mean, they should have. They, they saw They witnessed exactly the collapses that we shouldn't have had and didn't need, and we had them at the worst times. So hopefully with Matty Ice now controlling the ball and controlling the offense as, as the things that every player has said, whether it's, you know, Michael Pittman, whether it's uh, Buckner, anybody on offense and defense, and they see the control that he has, it, it's kind of refreshing as a Colts fan to see somebody come in and, like, kind of just take that leadership role, like, right off the rip and say, let's fucking go, you know? I mean, you got to love it. you got to love it. And this is why I feel like the AFC – the AFC South, I think, is going to be the Colts to lose. I hope so. I mean, I like it Tennessee. It has to be, dude. I like Tennessee. I like Vrabel. I like everything they've got going on down there. Yep. Henry's on the AJ Brown, though. I don't know. Like, I don't want to sound like Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, but at the same time, Look, Tennessee, I feel like, took a step back this offseason. Yeah. I don't Jags, think they got I better. Think, I th- Jags, I think, got a little better. Jags up. are on the upswing. They're on the I upswing. Like, we, we and I don't about like it. that shit. We talked about it in free agency. The Jags like are on the upswing. You're talking about bananas, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit <laughs> one bit. Was that belly? Was that belly? Yeah. Yeah. Belly. yeah. The, the Bumbaclot? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit one bit. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie. Dude. I know. Fucking great movie. But that's Speaking of saying. great movies, we both saw Top Gun. We got to talk about that after. Yeah, sure. Uh, no spoilers. Don't worry. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, no, you got to be loving this, dude. As a Colts fan, I'm like, I'm as as your brother, I'm stoked for you because 
I want to see the Colts do well yeah. because when the Colts do well and the Broncos do well, that means January can be really fun for one yeah. of us. Football Sundays in the in the it, Fats household is is good times. Yes, you know when and the Colts are winning, the Broncos are winning, everything's good. Everything's 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 hunky dory, especially yeah. you know when the Patriots are losing. Yeah, it's you know even the better. Chiefs are fucking getting butt fucked, the Raiders are fucked. They're like you know everything's good, everything's yeah. great. I mean I don't think. I think one of those things might happen this year, meaning yeah. the Raiders, but with mostly with the Raiders getting butt fucked. Um, but again, we'll 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 get into the Raiders as the uh, preseason rolls along here. Yep. But I've made my I've made I've I've made my predictions pretty clear. I think it's going to be Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, right? Uh, or I could actually see the Chargers jumping the Chiefs. I, I really could. It, the Chargers but, are getting huge praise again. They are, but they're the Chargers. And I'm telling you, bro, Herbert's going to be. I'm telling you, dude. Watch I, out for that motherfucker, dude. I know, but like they had Philip Rivers for fucking 16 Herbert's years. Herbert's different, bro. He's is a he though? It's man. right, but it's He's... not. It doesn't matter who you are when you go to play for the Chargers. It's like going to play for the Browns. It's just purgatory. Like, no, you think the Chargers are the same purgatory as the Browns? When was I'm the last time? The when, was the, when was the last time the Chargers made an AFC Championship game? Now, this is a trick question because I already know the answer. Can you remember the last time the Chargers played in an AFC Championship game? They was, haven't. You know what, though? They have. All right. I was thinking. I don't. No, they know. have. No, it I was don't. a pretty big one, too. No, I don't. I don't know, dude. 2007 against the Patriots. The Chargers weren't? Really? Yeah. Remember that was the Phillip Rivers ACL game when he when he was he had a busted ACL and LaDainian Tomlinson sat on the bench in the hood and did the whole thing. And like, barely, dude. That was probably shitted out. Yeah, so that was, was the last still time the Chargers attention. made it to an AFC Championship game, all right? We're talking almost 20 years ago. Uh, you know what I mean? At this point, it's 15 right. years ago. Look, they they now and that was and then the year before that, you know, they were a 12 and uh, 14 and two, you know, playing at home and they were one and done against the Patriots, which set up the ultimate classic AFC Championship game: Peyton versus Brady right. in Indianapolis, and the 20, you know, the, the 21 to three comeback from by the yeah, Colts. Yeah, yeah. But I, I Marlon digress. Jackson's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to listen to well. Uh, and then, you know, Sexy Rexy and the Bears coughed it up. It was great. But, you know. I'm just going to throw it longer and deeper I'm just going to throw it longer and harder and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> sex Cannon. Fucking Sex Cannon. Was what the fuck amazing. happened to him? He just dropped amazing, off the dude. face. I loved, I loved the Sex Cannon era of the NFL. Um, but nonetheless, backtrack. Backtrack. Well, rewind. Back on the back on the rails here. Yeah. Um, I, I, if you're a Colts fan, dude, you're going to be stoked. Because right now, like you're looking at the yeah. South. Jacksonville's on the upswing, yes, but they're not there yet. Tennessee, I feel like they got worse this offseason. Yeah. And you guys were basically two really shitty passes away from sweeping them last year. Right. So you got that going for you. Uh, and then, you know, whatever, you know, whoever's whatever with fucking Houston, like you don't know what you're going to get out of them. And they're Not just right now. Yeah. They're looking like more and more like a five, six win team unless maybe. everything goes really right. And maybe they get eight. But who cares? Yep. Uh, Matty Ice is going to come in and do what Carson Wentz couldn't, which right. is, you know, take care of the ball, but also put you in position to win games. Right. I just Carson Wentz took care of the ball for most of the year. Yes, he did. Yes. I can't shit on him with that. Never but, throw a pa- uh, but, pick on the road for 18 weeks. I'm telling you, weeks. Matty Ice in Indianapolis, if you're looking for a long, like a nice, like, what, because they got to be, what, like plus 3,500 right now to win 25 the Super Bowl? 2,500 or 3,500, yeah. To, to win the, to win the Super Bowl? You go drop a bean on a futures bet on that. That's a nice bet right there. I wouldn't mind it. It's a nice I think bet. that I mean, I think right now 
if we could do something, I mean, with T.Y.'s uncertainty and things like that, and he's getting old and injury in his last year contract and whatever this, you know, he's going to be gone soon. If we're going to keep fucking Matty Ice for the next two, three years, maybe we got to start looking to beef up the wideout core because I just don't think that Paris Campbell. still there. I know, and so's fucking Julio. I'm like, let's go fucking. Those will be camp trying. Those will be camp signings. But that's what I'm saying. I'm we're, like, we're now beyond June first. Where those will be camp signings, and those will be guys that you know. The O line's built for JT. We got JT. We have a game manager in Matty Ryan. I'm telling you right I'm now, thinking, the Colts are going to be a fucking dangerous team this year. Especially if dangerous. Darius Leonard balls out just like he does. If he keeps getting better, you're going to see him with like seven to nine picks this year and. You know, it's it's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. I love our defense. You know, you and you should. Uh, I think I think the Colts are Nick Foles coming in to back up Matty Ice. Dick, so if he goes Dick, down, dude, Nick. like what are we thinking? You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't. I, people probably gonna look at me and be like, Yo, why the fuck are you smiling thinking about Matty Ice going down? And I'm like, I'm not. But I just think it's hilarious. But I just know if he does, it's hilarious. We're in good hands, baby. I think we're, we're in, in good, good hands. hands either way. I haven't felt this way. Shit, dude. I don't think I felt this way about having a second quarterback. You know what I mean? Our, our second ever. string quarterback ever, really. No, I why mean, would you? We had what, like Jim Sorge, Curtis, Curtis Painter, Painter, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. Fucking, you know, the only other one that I liked was Hasselbeck. Yeah. You know what I mean? That <laughs> right. was yeah. it. Maddie, you know, I, uh, the original Matty Ice. Yeah. So I'm like, that was about yeah. it. You know, and now it's like, damn, we got two solid quarterbacks. I think calling Nick Foles solid. I mean. I just, I, like Listen, I said, he's Big Dick he's Nick big just Dick knows Nick. if if my, if Matty Ice goes down in week 14, yeah. you're in good hands. I'm taking Nick Foles starting all last year over Carson Wentz. How about that? Without even thinking mm, about Matty Ice. All right, Ice. let's pump the brakes. Hold Without on. even thinking no. about Matty Ice, dude. Wait, I just no, don't. it would have to be, but it would have to be like a week three injury that put Nick Foles into the starting role because if Nick Foles comes into the season as a starter, start, yeah, okay. it's abysmal. It's just it's, we've He's seen it. He's got to come out. It's the not bench. good. He's you gotta He's give me the lefty. Falco that shit. Yeah, give me the lefty. <laughs> you know, I'm going to the bullpen. Nick Saban going for Tua. Give me, I'm going to the bullpen. You know, sorry kid. National championships on the line. I need the I need the lefty. Yeah. Um, I know he's not a lefty. I'm I'm not obtuse, but you know, nonetheless, uh, that is what it is. So right. uh, we'll but see. You should be stoked, and I am stoked for you because yes. it just. I'm glad that you and I, for the first time in a considerable number of years, are actually fired up for football season. Not because it's just just because it's football season, but because it's like, oh my god, our I'll, teams. I'll go nights if I can't transfer and I have to fucking. Our teams I'll have a chance. I'll go nights to get Sunday Monday. I don't give a our, shit. Our teams have a chance. I know. We've got I can't a chance. Miss this season. It's be fucking great. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Speaking of quarterbacks, we've got another one. Uh, one you might have heard of, Tom Brady. You heard of this guy? Anybody? Anybody? Anyway, Brady, Tom, Brady, 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 you know, the that guy, guy in the fucking standy, the guy in the standy. I am the guy in the standy. Uh, so Tom Brady is apparently a fucking weirdo, not as weird as Deshaun Watson, which we will also get into in a minute. However, <laughs> yeah, right. but um, should I dig up? I should dig up that video, the basketball video, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'll dig up that. Oh, video. yeah. OK, well, uh, it's a short one, but it's just hilarious because you're like, wait, one. really, dude? So, to go into the Tom Brady thing about him being a weirdo, this is as, like, millennial, like, young kid, like, why the fuck are you posting this type shit? I've ever seen an old, not old, shit, can I call them an old couple? Is Giselle and Brady an old couple? Should that be a poll question? Are they an old couple? I kind of think so. I mean, what is he, 40 fucking two years old? How old is Giselle? I don't know. But the fact that they posted a video like this just boggles my mind at their day and age and in the caliber of, you know, 
celebrity they both are. And you know what I mean? Like the spotlight, the whole nine. I don't know. It, it, it is weird. It is weird. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Hello? You. Hello, up? you're hey, on the air. Hey, What's hey, up? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I want to speak on the series, man. So Fire away. Let me, let me ask you something. Um, I know one of you guys is a Lakers, Lakers fan. That's Correct. me, yes. Okay, so, so your, your partner, well, who's his favorite team? I'm a Celtics fan. Thank you. Okay, so, so you're, you're familiar with the 2008 season. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I'd probably have to go back and look. Am I yes, familiar I, with the 2008 well, season? I, yeah, I watched I it. Like, <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday, but yeah. So, 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 so let, me, let me tell you this, right? We played the Atlanta Hawks, who was the number one seed, I believe, in the first round. Yep, yep. I if I'm not mistaken, we went seven games with them. Yep, that was the I'm Joe Johnson, sure Al Horford-led Atlanta Hawks. If I'm not yes, mistaken, yes, yep. and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you remember this, but we played the Chicago Bears in a, you a mean, slugfest. The Bulls, yes. The next series. Yep. Was that uh, was that Gordon? Was that Ben Gordon and uh, yeah, Chauncey ben, Billups? No, that was uh, no, that was Ben Ben Gordon, ben Gordon and a uh, a young uh, prior no no injured. Um, D Rose. Uh, Derek Rose. D Rose. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. Um, and then we they took us seven and we ended up winning. And then we seen the great Kobe Bryant and the great Shaquille O'Neal. And the rest is history. Yeah, we true. Won that. And guess what? I I feel literally, legitimately, right? That this team is maybe not as great, but it's giving me memoirs of that season just because of the fact that the, 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 the battle testedness that we've had we we've been going through that we had to go through mid season and turn it around and then go through two uh, series that re- related into game seven series. Right. Yeah, I think the Celtics definitely, like you said, they def- they turned it around midseason. This is kind of like a, a Cinderella story of them putting everything together to get into the playoffs and like make the make a good seed going through everybody that they went through with Kyrie and KD and, and you know, and uh, Giannis and and then uh, and, and Butler and all this. I mean, the seasons of de- I mean, the series have definitely been, you know, nothing but great and, for and, Celtics fans. But and don't get me wrong, right? Because everybody likes to, to bring up, oh, Chris Middleton was hurt. Right. Could he have been a factor? Absolutely. Right. Like, I'm not knocking it. He's not a scrub. Right. I and believe so, yeah. The, Mi- the Miami Heat. Well, they were banged up. You know, could they have won if they were healthy? Eh, I don't know. I'm not buying that. But you know what I mean? But if you guys want to talk about battle testiness, it really matters. Look at who the Warriors have played. They played the Jokic Nuggets and the Luka Mavericks. True. Literally. Yes, not even the Denver Nuggets, the Jokic Nuggets, and the Luka Mavericks. I, I mean, really and, and they had, you know, they, they did get that, through John uh, and Memphis, too. I know John's hurt, but. The Jawless Grizzlies, too. So, come on. Right, I'm right. not buying it. They, ain't, they, they are nowhere near battle-tested as us. Especially this this playoffs. I'm sorry. Right. Like, I mean, maybe Durant. this season they, they, they might have had um, – I don't want to say an easier road, but I mean, like we were saying before, I mean, this is the six out of eight. I mean, this is the sixth time the Warriors have been to the to the finals in eight years. I mean, if there's a generally battle tested team right now in the finals, that's definitely the Warriors, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you um, could make the argument that yeah, maybe the Celtics. I mean, everybody well, wants well, to talk about who had the harder road to get here, but that's what I'm saying. As far as like longevity, like the, like you said, the last six years, but you can't deny that this year's this playoff Celtics team. 
feels a little special. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. All right, well let me ask you this because you brought up you you brought up 08. Uh, I didn't. You did. Uh, so I'll ask you this: When did the Celtics in 2008? Did they ever lose a playoff game by 20 plus points? Um, so I, I, I recall being down 24 points against the Lakers. I'm saying, did they, but did they lose a game? I, I remember the comeback in 08. No, Trust me. No, I remember no. game, I remember game four very well. I was not happy about it. Didn't they lose yeah. by about 24 in game seven when Kobe threw the fucking ball in the air in 2010? No, no, that was a no. six point loss. I just watched that game the other day. Did you? Yeah. I, oh, I thought it was way more than that. Never mind. It was like 79. No, no, no. <laughs> no I get what he's saying. And, and you know what? Maybe it's, as far as like a consistency thing with my squad is, is, is basically what, what worries me. Is That's what I've been so saying. My, my, but my point Our is this. defense is legit, but if, if Tatum can go out there and literally be on for 48 minutes and everyone just follow his lead, we are borderline unstoppable. I literally, I'm, and that's not taking nothing away from any team that's made the playoffs this year. I mean, I 100 percent agree. Different. I agree. The Celtics, if Tatum's on, and if the whole team follows, then yeah, the Celtics are unbeatable. But like you said, the consistency, and it's unfortunate to see. Easy with your unbeatable. And it's they are, dude. I'm just saying, like we could definitely take Easy. Golden State, no problem. If if Tatum's on, like I said, with the f- 15 turnovers, 20 something turnovers, it's a consistency in their ball play, and, and which Tatum you're gonna get that night that makes me nervous. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you know what? I respect. I respect. I respect your, your, your guy. You know, he's a Lakers fan. Why the hell would he root for us? Right, right, I know. I get it. <laughs> I mean, and, and here's the thing. I don't even actually, like, hate the Celtics. I don't know about that, man. I, I mean, I hate um, green teamers, and I hate their fans, but I don't hate the Celtics. I mean, listen, you want to ask me who the greatest basketball player of, uh, of all time is? I'm going to have a real tough time deciding between Magic and Bird. Like, I, I'm just – I'm that dude. Like, that's – I had a conversation with a, with a buddy of mine at the gym today, and, you know, I'll side with Magic because of loyalty – and, you know, I do think he was that good. But, bro, like, Bird is like a 1A to me. Like, I put Bird above Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. I'm like, taking Bird no matter what over I, I mean, it, forget about if we're talking about just last shot shit. You know what I mean? So I, I hear that a lot, you know. And, and I'm 30 years old, so. So you're, really so you're 30. I, I, you're, so you're 30. So you got, you're, you're a little bit younger than me. So when, so what was your, when did you so start my, watching basketball? Like, when, when. My peak. When I actually actually fell in love with sports, my peak was when I turned 11 years old and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Mind you, I'm a Celtics fan, right? I'm, I'm like, you know what? I don't even know what this is, but I'm rolling with the home team, right? Of course. But you know what I mean? I seen what Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant did against the Philadelphia 76ers, who had Allen Iverson, by the way. You know what I mean? He got him one game, but that made me fall in love with sports. The chemistry that Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant had, and you know, I'm people tell me all the time, like, dude, I'm surprised when you fell in love with sports that you didn't become an all-out Laker fan. And maybe I'm, I'm the, the, the man, you were loyal to the soil, baby. Stands out instead of fitting in, I stand out because literally, mostly everybody in my family besides me, I feel like is either a Lakers fan or a Dallas Cowboys fan or a Steelers fan. That's that's how. Are I you are you a Patriots fan? I am a Patriots fan. I am a Red Sox fan. I don't really watch hockey, but I root for the Bruins. All right, so, all, right, so all, all around home, hometown. Yeah. So, you're, you're, yeah, so you're, you're loyal to the soil, and that's and that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm a Lakers, Broncos, and Astros fan. You know what I mean? Like, so I get it. They, I mean, I was born in Houston, so I'm partial to everything 
Houston, you know, Houston based. <laughs> and when John Henry told me I was a racist, you know, about the like the umpteenth billionth time, I just said, you know what, fuck the Red Sox. So I dumped them, and uh, and when he dies or sells the team, I'll go back to rooting for the Sox. Uh, but you know, other than that, man, like I've been a Lakers and a Broncos fan my whole life. It's my dad's fault. You know, I, I grew up watching the 86 finals as a kid. Like, I, I didn't get Sesame it. Street. I got the 80s Lakers and Celtics. VHS tapes. You know, you know VHS. Man, and that my... must have been a great time to be alive. It was. I mean, I was only like two or three. I didn't even know. I was supposed to be watching, watching like Sesame Street or fucking cartoons. But I got, I'm like watching Kurt listen. Rambis get clotheslined by Kevin McHale instead. Right. And and see, listen, because I was, I was, I was, I was born in the 90s era, so... Me, I was, that's what I was hooked on. So when people are like, yo, you was born in the 90s. You don't think Kobe's the greatest? I say no, because I didn't really get into sports until 2001. So in my eyes. Right, because you were born, I what, 92? Like so you were you were barely 10, 11 years old epic. when Kobe was yeah. already at the end of his first run. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I feel like Kobe Bryant is the greatest player to ever touch a basketball. And it's insane because if I, I, I go to games and when I interact with fans, Celtics fans, they look at me like I'm crazy when I say that. What's your name? My name's Eric. Eric, where you calling from? Uh, I'm from New Bedford, Mass. All right, buddy. All right, what up? We, we appreciate the local support, man. Hey, listen, man, I, I love listening to, you know, you guys doing what you guys do. You know, you guys do this every Tuesday. Yes, yeah, sir. Yep. Every Tuesday, 8.30 p.m., live right here on New Bedford Guide, or you can go over to uh, our Row 1 Seat 1 page, and you can check us out over there, too. All right, well, I'll be listening. I'm going to check y'all out. Hey, we, right, thanks, we, we appreciate it, man. Appreciate the call. And, uh, you know, I won't say good luck, but I'll say enjoy the series. All right. Have a good one. All, All right, right you too, bro. Later. All right. Funny man, I know it's, what he I know what he's saying about being it's like. It's funny though. It's funny though to hear like from the perspective of like a younger fan, somebody that grew up before, like that's coming right. up after us. I I appreciate that perspective because kids that were born in like like our so he's our youngest brother's age. He's right. Squeefy's age. You know, he was born in ninety two. So he didn't get into sports until like his first one of his first sports memories is probably Brady beating the Rams. Like you said, two thousand one was when he started watching. Yeah, like oh one. So like you know, I mean, the Lakers were already in the middle of their 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 three peat at that point. Yep. We had already won Dad's tapes out by that point with the eighty five, eighty six, the, the, the eighty one, or whatever. All them. I mean, I'm sitting there and watch, we we were sitting there watching highlights. You and I, and we were four. I mean, we and, and I had this discussion with a buddy of ours at the gym today, and we'll 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 dive off on a little bit of a side note here, real quick. You know, before we get to the Live Golf League uh, and the Broncos getting bought and uh, and a couple of things, we get about thirty minutes before we wrap this thing up. Yep. But the 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 conversation I had today at the gym, and you know, the gym is the gym is a funny place, right? Because you go to the gym and you think, all right, I'm going in, I'm gonna lift my weights, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna better myself, <laughs> and a lot of the times. You end up just working out your jaw just as much as you do anything else, Fuck. because it's a it's a place where you go, you see the same people day in day out. They got the same schedules as you. You talk to them, you get to know them. Man, there are dudes, and this is what I love about the gym and gym culture in general. And this is why I love lifting weights and and doing everything I do. It's not so much just about being a beast and and being you know three hundred and twenty pounds and being able to bench press your house or whatever I got to do. Like it's it's. It's about the camaraderie and the and the relationships you build with people throughout the years. There are dudes that I know 
that lift right now at Dartmouth Total Fit up on Fawns Corner Road. No shame in my plug here. No, uh, joint that's, place is that's dope. My, that's my gym, bro. That place is the shit. Probably best gym around. Best, with, Hands down the best gym around. You've been to a lot over the years. I've been, I've been, I've been all of them. I've been all of them, and that one is without a doubt the best one. You got 150-pound dumbbells, the best equipment. You know, you want great trainers. I mean, dude, you got Julie, James, Stacia. I mean, name somebody like right. they they've got the best trainers on the fucking face of the planet. The staff is dope. The owner is dope. Everything about that place is unbelievably awesome. It is the it was the perfect uh, place for me to go to migrate after Howland Place after closed Howland because Place. a lot of everybody that went from Howland Place went over to Dartmouth yep. Total Fit. Just two So we're up on Fonts Corner Road now. And, you know, we're out there, so I go in. I, I'm hanging and banging. You know what I mean? Weights rattling. We're, we're doing our thing. But there are dudes in there that I know that I've been – I've seen for the last almost 20 years now at Howland Place that I met back in 2004 when I first joined Howland. Right. And now I see them at – I don't even know what their name is. I might have never even had a conversation with them. But I walk by and they give me, you know, dap me up. What up? What up? Yeah, what up, yeah, yeah. what up, dog? Like I see it all the time. Good, I love good the guys to see at you. the gym, man. You know what I mean? And I don't even know what the name is. Don't know what the story is, but I know we've been lifting weights in the same place. It's right. like a little brotherhood. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's like a it's a very tight knit community, and it's and it, and I love it. And and that's one thing about gym culture that I will never I will never take for granted ever again, is you know you've got a whole building full of people trying to better themselves, and what better place to do it than, you know, in a place where everybody else is trying to pick you up and just yeah. make you better, yeah. and, you know, in one way, shape, or form. So, long story short, <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I had to go on that rant about gym, you know, about the gym because I, I've, I've been feeling that way for a while now. I love the gym. I've always loved lifting weights. I've always loved getting better and better in myself. But, man, there's nothing, you know, there's, there are definitely times where I'm like, I'm just, I'm happy to be surrounded by the people I that that I'm surrounded by. Right. Even if I don't know your name, even if I don't know you, I don't know your family, I don't know your birthday. We might not even be fucking friends on Facebook. I don't know. I see you every day at the gym. Yep. Yo, you you're all right. Yeah. You're all right. I know you from somewhere. That's the gym, and that's that's a place where you know we we get to, we come together to to be better. So I'm at the gym today. I'm talking to one of my boys. Right. We walk. I walk in. He asked me. He's like, you know, he asked me about Draymond Green. And uh, the screens he was setting, those yeah. questionable-ass screens that weren't getting called, right? And so the conversation starts, and it evolves into how this this era of basketball is not the same as when we grew up watching it. And we both kind of had the same conclusion where we, we both came to the same like end, end of the road where we're like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, back in my day, you know. Right, right. Because that was that's lame as fuck. Like that's some straight okay boomer like type shit, which right. I hate that phrase, but whatever, you yeah, get the I point. I don't want to be that dude that's like, oh well back in the day, you know. Man, go back and watch game seven of the twenty ten NBA finals between the Celtics and the Lakers. Twelve years ago. Yeah. That was one of, if not the most hard fought physical defensive battles I can ever remember seeing in my life. You had Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, KG, Rajon Rondo, and the score, the, I don't think either team scored, did, did the Lakers end up scoring 80? If it was, it was like 81. What year was this? 2010. Oh. It was one of the most hard-fought defensive battles of all time. I remember where I was. I remember watching the game. I remember sitting in 
We had Nate Robinson too. I think. I, yeah, and, yeah, and 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 Shrek. There was dude, that was the Shrek and Donkey. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, Nate Robinson and fucking Big Baby. The fucking cry. Ah, oh, Big F- Baby. Davis, fucking hated yeah. both of them. Uh, I loved I loved watching Nate Robinson get knocked the fuck out by that fucking YouTube kid. Uh, it was great. But oh anyway, yeah. But my point is, I remember sitting there watching that game, sweating. Like, sweating like I was playing in the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was that into it. It was intense. It was Game 7, Celtics, Lakers, NBA Finals. This is what it's all about. This is what the NBA is all about. And we basically came to the same conclusion. Like, the brand of basketball that is being rolled out today And I'm not saying, and we talked about the seven-footers that can hit threes. We talked about, you know, know, how it's, you know, it's, it's not ruining the game, but it's changing the game. We don't know if it's necessarily changing it in a better way. Right. I I appreciate the fact that a seven-footer is not afraid to pop out to the three-point line and hit a three. Love it. I, I, I do. But at the same time, I miss those, like, early 2000s. Of watching like just Shaq just bang down low with Ben Wallace, yeah, and yep. just you know go toe to toe with you know Tim Duncan and just and and the bang and the beat and and, and the yeah. way the game was played back Not then. Justin and yeah, I mean, just name it. It was a different era, but I think it was the best era. And, and it I think, was not that long ago. It's that's crazy. what I'm saying. It's like, crazy. dude, if you go back, I'm telling you right now, go watch the 2010. Game seven, whether you're a Celtics fan, Lakers fan, or you're not a fan of either team, go back and watch that game seven and watch how physical that game was. Right. Most of those guys would be a fucking arrested for assault. Yeah. If that game were played today. And then that's not and again, that's not that long ago. Right. That was, you know, seven years into LeBron James's career. Not wow. that long ago. I know. You know, like this. That's what I'm saying. Like there was a you put it like that. Fuck, I feels like he's been playing for fucking ever. You know? Yes, he's been playing <laughs> since I was a senior in high school. For yeah. shit's sake. Like, wait, wait, how many years into that was that Tom Brady's career? Was it oh what? So was it oh, nine? So, yeah. Oh one. Yeah, and you were saying ten, so nine years. Yeah. That's crazy. So it you get into these, you get into these areas, right? Of just kind of. These, this, this, it's, it's like this weird. I don't even know how to put it. Like it's just this weird, like. Uh, I, it's I'm, like uh, you notice the game has changed so much, but it was only over a, a short couple of years. It, but it wasn't that long but ago. But you get so used to the the new rules that they implement every year, I mean, and it just stacks higher Kobe and higher a, before Kobe, you realize how far you were from that. I don't think Kobe had a great night shooting. I think he was like, like. Eight for twenty-one, or like six for twenty, or something like that, shooting. But he was, but he had like you know eight, twelve or eighteen, uh, twelve or fourteen from the free throw line. Yeah. But he also had like ten assists and like twelve rebounds and like you know what I mean. Like he had like a, a a good game, but it wasn't your typical. Kobe went off at thirty-eight in a game seven. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Kobe took the game over and, and won it. It was a full-blown team effort. Right. And it took every single last fiber of will and skill in the Lakers to beat that Celtics team that year. Right. And, of course, you know, Celtics team fans will be like, well, 
Oh, you know, we had Kendrick Perkins, you know. I mean, get the fuck out of here with your Kendrick Perkins, bro. If we had Andrew Bynum in 08, we, we would have fucking smoked y'all in 08, too. So shut the fuck up. I don't really want to hear your Kendrick Perkins <laughs> bullshit. Know, Paul was pretty good in 08. He was... Yeah, but he was by himself. He didn't have Bynum, remember that? Right, because right. Bynum got hurt in yeah. February. And actually, Bynum getting hurt was the reason why they traded for Gasol, because they, they, they had a need. But if they had had both healthy, right. you know, then Bynum brings that physicality that we clearly lacked in 08. You right. know when they when they lost to the, to the Celtics in six, um, but again the Celtics. I mean, come on, man. Eddie House is out there fucking hitting J and threes, J and threes <laughs> in game six, and it's just like fucking right. Sam Cassell. What up? <laughs> yeah, you're like, ah, get the fuck out of here, whatever. Yep. But my point is that it, is it was a different brand of basketball back yeah, then. Yeah. And then to go from 2010 back to even just 2000, or let's just say 2004, when the Pistons won, and they you know they had Tayshon Rip. Uh, Sheed, Big Ben, Chauncey. Oh, Prince with the ears. Yeah, yeah. Tayshawn Prince looked like a fucking alien. Like, he just, the man was just, he was, yeah. he was as long as he was tall in every direction. Like, he was like a perfect sphere. Right. Like, he was like, you know, that the, the David drawing thing. Like, where he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like Slender all fucked man, up. Dude, but yeah, yeah. he's basically like Slender Man. Uh, but then, you know, and then you go back even before that. And then you get back to like, you know, the 94, 95 Rockets, you know, that, that had, you know, Robert Ory. Sam Cassell, you yeah, know, early. Robert, Robert uh, 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 Kim Olajuwon, you had fucking, uh, who else was on that team? It was a, not, uh, it wasn't Carl Malone, it was, um, oh God, it's, his name's escaping me, but anyway. Good I, luck, because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it'll come to me, but uh, it'll come to me after the show, probably, too. Yeah, but nonetheless, the, those, those, those teams were, were a different era, and then you get back to, like, the 80s, mid-80s, forget it, I mean, like, you, you could you imagine... Somebody getting clotheslined like Kurt Rambis did yeah. now. Oh, you'd be you'd probably hey, be, sus- fl- you'd be suspended for half the two, fucking season. Suspended for the rest of the postseason. Yeah. Oh fuck you. Get out of here. You'd be like, fucked, dude. This league is so bitch now. Yep, even if you rob a Parrish's ass. You know I mean with the fucking well, Tomahawk. Well, on Bill Lambier with the Tomahawk chop. Yep. You yeah. fucking smoke, you're, bro. You're out of here. You're dude. losing endorsements. You're yeah. labeled as like a violent human being. Like today, the Rolex is like, flip, dude. fuck you. We're yeah. not. We're not sponsoring you. You're right fucking now. smoke what? today. You do that. Yeah. So it's just it just goes to show you. And and again, sports is a microcosm of society. And like I said at the gym, I don't want to get too philosophical or dive too deep on uh, on all this kind of shit, but. Sports is always a microcosm of society, right? Like sports reflects how we what we are as a society. And right now, you look at sports, even the NFL, soft as shit. Yeah. I know the NFL is still violent as fuck and it, it it hurts. It hurts to play in the NFL. But that was a badge of honor. At one point like it was a badge of honor to have played in the NFL and be so goddamn beat up over it. Right. You know, I mean, it'd be nice if the NFL took care of their ex-players and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, it, you know, extended health insurance and all those things to them, you know, at no cost to them because the NFL is a multi-billion dollar right. operation. It can clearly afford it. Uh, but, you know, we'll 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 save the NFL as a is a scumbag. Uh, league for it's another a slave operation. Yeah, as another. It's, it's not Colin, a, well, as Colin Kaepernick would put it. Yeah. Let's not uh, let's not go quite that far. But. You get what I'm saying is like the the NFL could have done things to maybe, you know, help out the guys that put them in this in 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 the position to become billionaires. Right, right, right. You know, uh, you know, it, it's small bone. Nobody's asking for, you know, we're not asking for the stadiums. We're not asking for ownership for rights team, here. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe some health insurance. Right. Be kind of cool. Whatever. 
I don't think it's a big deal. No. No. Small, small, small price. Considering small price health issues is the main. Yeah, I mean, considering <laughs> the fact that football. that my my health insurance after if I play ten years, if I play ten years in my <laughs> league, uh, I get health insurance for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, based on the league, like why doesn't why doesn't the NFL get that? Mm. After what three? I mean, give them. I don't care. What you got to play three years. Okay, cool. You play three years. You're vested. Sweet. You right. Health insurance. Health insurance. Like, there you go. And maybe there is a thing now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's out there. Yeah, I, I haven't really looked it up. But uh, nonetheless, it, it it's it's in here or there. My point is, is this: is that the league is changed. It has changed, and you can see it. And it's right here. Don't take my word for it. You know, if you look at the ratings, you know, from this, uh, uh, uh from these finals, you know the. The, NFL the ratings just... are the ratings are down in 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 the NBA Finals. I mean, uh, Sunday's Celtics Warriors NBA Finals, and this is according to SportsMediaWatch.com, uh, averaged a six point two rating or eleven point nine one million viewers on ABC, and it topped out only the last two out of season years as the lowest of Game Three uh, since oh seven. Uh, wow. So I'm sorry of Game Two since oh seven, yeah. which was the Cavs Spurs. So this is the lowest watched game since two thousand and seven. Lewis watch game two since 07. Like, that's not good. Now, you can sit here and say, oh, is Steve Kerr and his woke bullshit to blame? Is the NBA cowtailing to China? You know, and, and, you know, speaking, you know, saying nothing about them. Right. But, you know, sitting here and being like, oh, well, you know, white people with AR-15s, you suck. And LeBron James tweeting out, you know, cops who save you know, people's lives being like, you're next. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe that has something to do with it. Yep. Maybe it doesn't. Shit on the I don't know. I don't really care. I'm going to watch basketball, whether, whether you know, whether they write end racism on the court or not. I really, I really don't fucking care. You want to come out wearing fucking George Floyd's name on your jersey? Like, dude, do you. I, I don't care. Like, you want to worship a fucking fentanyl dealing fucking criminal? Like, I mean, whatever. Right. That's your prerogative, man. This is America. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I really don't fucking care. I'm going to judge you on it, and I'm going to make sure, you know, I'll say my piece. Um, but, again, it's your prerogative. So, cool. Do you. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if it has anything to do with, you know, the fact that maybe basketball was just changed. Right. To the point where people don't love the game anymore. Right. Which I feel like is probably the more... You know, Occam's Razor, basically, you know, when you have a situation where there's a bunch of, you know, a bunch of options uh, that could be an explanation, usually the simplest one is the one that, that is, is right. Right. So, Occam's Razor, you know, okay, maybe the game has just changed. Maybe people don't like it. Yeah. Maybe people just don't love this brand of basketball. Yeah, like you're saying, the flopping and the softness and the shit like that, it's just like a plague that ran through the league over the past couple of years. I don't know what it is. You know I don't mean? know. I don't either. I it's just it's just it's just it's gone on a different direction and I don't know that people love it. So uh the ratings speak for themselves, they are what they are, but I know I will be tuning in. Even though I have to wake up at the ass crack of dawn because I <laughs> now, you know made the decision to go day shift. And I've got to be up at, you know, 5.15 a.m. on Thursday morning. I will still stay up and watch this stupid fucking Game 3, which is stupidly scheduled at fucking 9 o'clock instead of 8 or 7.30 like normal right. shit should be. Whatever. I'll, I'm still going to stay up and watch it. I'm hopeful, hopeful, hopeful that it's just it's out of hand by the third quarter. 
and I can just go to bed. I'm just right. like, never mind. I don't need to watch the end of this. I'm good. Bye. Fuck it. That being said, I'll probably say I won't watch the whole thing anyway because yeah. I'm a fucking degenerate and I'm addicted to sports. So, <laughs> 774-992-8702. Let's do this Brady is a weirdo thing, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking so, about it before and then we got a call. Yeah, so uh, Brady is a, uh, I mean, listen, we got we got Deshaun Watson too, but we got some weird fucking quarterbacks in the NFL right now, okay? One is in Tampa. The other one is in Cleveland, and you will we'll show you this man. I mean, the stories that keep coming out about Deshaun Watson, the accusations, the twenty fourth allegation now. Uh, we're talking about like taint rubs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the um the yoga position that he would get? Downward into? dog, I would assume. No, 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 no. Something baby, so like newborn baby or like fetal baby position or some <laughs> shit like know. that. And apparently, I think it's where like you lay on your back and you just basically grip your fucking. Grip your uh, your ankles and just pull back, and here you go. <laughs> Straight rub my shit down. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a second, but uh, in the meantime, Brady. So Tom Brady is either becoming the uh, he's either he's either all in on the salesman thing, or he is just a really really strange cat. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I would still drink beers with this guy. I would still definitely go out on a boat with him and, and party, or a golf course, or, something. or a golf course, or whatever. But um, I don't know, man. This is this is this is weird. If my wife did this to me, I don't know how I would feel. Like, why is he grabbing his dick? I don't know. Why does he have to grab his dick? Like, everything was fine. Yeah, baby. Everything was fine until he just started, like, grabbing his dick. I'm like, maybe he's trying to cover himself up. I don't know. Like, yeah. Thank well, God she didn't film this when they were on their boat because I would have definitely thought like, something else was going on. Yo, for real. Like, this uh, – are we going to see a Pam and Tommy – Brady Giselle. Brady Giselle sex tape before – because, I mean, I'm not maybe, – like, maybe they're just flirting with this. Maybe they're just saying, like, hey, let's see how much public nudity we can put out there and see are, how people like it. Are you watching it? Are you? I, I am. I've watched it twice, three times. No, 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 no. Are you watching the Giselle Brady sex tape? It, hypothetically, if a Brazil, if a Giselle Brady sex tape came out, on a scale of one to ten, would I watch it? One hundred. Yeah, you're 100. going straight up. I'm watching it. I don't know if I want to see Brady's balls or Listen, anything. Listen, I watched. Man. I, I watched you know. Ray J and Kim. Yeah, I watched Pam and Tommy. I mean, I, I was there when the fappening happened, and it was uh, Justin Ver. I saw Justin Verlander's dick. Not really <laughs> super stoked on that, but like. I know, I get that, but I don't know if I could watch fucking Tom Brady. I mean, I don't think I really care to see Giselle naked enough to also see Tom Brady naked. You underestimate the amount of New England Patriot fans that would want to see Tom Brady railing his wife just so they could envision themselves as his wife? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god, I want to be Giselle right now. Yeah, right. yeah. Like I know, I have, I have friends at work that'd be like, yeah, I'd trade places with Giselle right now in a heartbeat. <laughs> it's like you're gross. Hey, Giselle is kid. One of the other you get the same attention. <laughs> Boom. Sorry. I mean, who? But who would if you were if there was gonna be a sex tape that was gonna leak? Who of of athletes? Who would you want it to? Who would who would you be interested in seeing? Oh it, would, it would be Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky. All right, I'd probably watch that one. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely that. watch that one. Yeah. we will be like, sorry, Dustin, I'm not here for you, bud. Yeah, I'd probably watch that one. 
And by probably, I mean, like, yeah. What about if Ross and Sierra have released one? No. How about Pat Mahomes and his wife? Yes. You Just because wa- I want to see all the stupid fucking faces that Broad's going to make the whole time. Like, yeah, with her fucking. That's what I was hoping he was. With her, like, Sesame Street eyebrows and her fucking face. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine what her O face looks like. What do you think Mahomes sounds like? Kermit, like, what does Kermit the Frog having sex sound like? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> and there's on the other end, you hear. <laughs> I don't get, yeah, I don't know, man. That, that's. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. She's not fuck. a pig. She's not a pig at all. But, I mean, she's she's actually a pretty attractive woman. But, yeah, the facial expressions are fucking, are something yeah, we had. definitely. Um, yeah, this just, this went off the rails real yeah, fast. Yeah. Well, Brady's weird and so is his wife. So Brady's weird and so is his wife. Don't be 40-something years but old posting your husband in fucking underwear I in know, bathroom. like, at what point, like, all right, so, like, okay, so I know he has the Tom Brady brand underwear, but, like, why do you have to grab his dick in the middle of all that? And you know what? I'm also wondering, too, why such a small sink encounter in, like, a bathroom of, like, an absolutely yeah, can multi- Yeah, can we take like, a look at that again? Couple, I mean, like, this is a... Like what they've got a they got a what like a thirty million dollar house? And they got one sink. I mean, this is gonna be like a little side bathroom, right? I mean, yeah, this is probably. I'm like, hoping it's like one of like twenty. It's gonna be like a little get. Yeah, it's gotta be. I mean, they, it's a twenty six million dollar house. Which it's also good. raises the question: Why were they in the weird ass like seventeenth bedroom? Yeah, fucking like bathroom, way away dude. from all the kids where yeah, they won't be yeah. found. Like, hey, where's mom and dad? I don't know. Clapping like, cheeks, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, was Deshaun Watson there? Maybe, maybe it's, the maybe the video of that you're gonna show was in the other room, and we don't know it. Maybe there's a big like sex so, appeal going on at the Brady compound. Deshaun Watson is a certified freak, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Okay, I I know I've defended him on this show uh, uh, countless times because I said you know like my thing is always like okay like let's wait. I'd rather be right than first. You know, being right in first is always great. However, being wrong in first not so great. And right. I'd rather be right. Then first. So I always said, you know, like, I'll take the approach. Like, hey, listen, Deshaun Watson's going to do what Deshaun Watson does. These are allegations. This is all this kind of stuff, right? Now the 24th allegation comes up. Now there's another person saying that he gets into weird yoga poses and asks the massage therapist to massage the area of skin between his anus and his ball sack, uh, also known as the gooch. Mm-hmm. Uh and so he wanted a or taint. He wanted a gooch slash taint massage. He got one allegedly, and then the woman quit like massage therapy. Like a, like three days later, she's like, "I'm all done with this." Like, fuck he ruined this. her for life. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> which I mean, we laugh, but it's not that funny. Like this is like, this is some straight up like deviant shit. Like yeah. this man's clearly got issues. Then this video comes up, and it's him with. Porn star Mia Khalifa in a maid outfit playing basketball. I mean, bumping to Drake. I mean, this is Mia Khalifa, porn star. Pretty sure we all know what went down behind. Yeah. You know, pretty sure we can all figure out what happened after this video. Or before. Or before. Or whatever. Probably, I mean, it was. I mean,. I want to know, like, what? who's the guy that's filming this? Yeah. And what was his role? And Deshaun looked right at him. It was like, ha-ha, like, laughing, like, yeah, I know this is on this camera man, right now. This man, this... Tess not give a shit. Listen, I know there is no there is no known clause in the contract that they could void his... Con- like, they, they, I don't know that there's anything in there that, that says that 
uh, would allow the Cleveland Browns avoid the contract or cancel the two hundred and whatever thirty six million dollar guarantee that he is given over the next five years, whatever it might be. Uh, I don't know that that's there. However, uh, with another allegation, video servicing him of him clowning around with porn stars in his kitchen. I mean, I got to wonder. And I got to wonder aloud. Where where are this where, where are this man's priorities? Uh, clearly Seriously. not the football. Where team. are this man's priorities? Because if if he cares about his reputation as an NFL player, and his first instinct is to uh, let's play a little game of dunk the basketball on me in my kitchen with <laughs> Mia Khalifa, who's you know a well known porn star at this point. Yeah, probably one of the most popular ever. No, without a doubt, dude. That like what early late two thousands, early two thousand tens run. Because what she was uh, USC, right? Wasn't she a USC student? She's a college the, chick, yeah. Yeah, she was a USC student with huge knockers and went on to do a, have a great career in porn, apparently. And now it's got her hanging out with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean. So, can't be all bad, <laughs> you know? I mean, she's doing what she's doing what she's got to do. But, uh, man, if I'm Deshaun Watson or I'm Deshaun Watson's people, like, that's the thing. Where are Deshaun Watson's people on this? I mean, like, bruh, you realize, like, do you realize what is, like, what is out there? Yeah. What is being said about you and what is being alleged? And then you're you're over here playing. His lawyer's trying to defend him. Ah, happy endings are a pot of massages, guy. You know what I mean? (laughs) What do you want? I mean, listen, I've never gone to a massage and gotten a happy ending. I've only been to, like, one. I, I just, I don't know where these parlors are. Yeah. I've been um, to one massage my entire life. I don't Two. typically go to massages for the happy. I go to a massage because I'm like, yo, I got a fucking kink in my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. worked out because it's hindering my performance in some way, shape, or form. Um, I get the appeal of the happy ending, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I mean, the massage therapists I've had, you know, like, I think the last one I had was a dude. Not really, not really into that. Cool if you are, but yeah. not my, not my bag, baby. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna the Austin Powers, Swedish penis pumps, and me. Not my bag, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, pass. But um, nonetheless, that's two weeks in a row we've gotten an Austin Powers reference in on this show oh, or, talk, or mention. Uh, but uh, yeah, now not my thing. No. So uh, I don't know where like Deshaun's people are at and uh, why they're not advising him. To maybe out. like just like hey hey, can you chill the fuck out? Can you? Two hundred thirty million reasons is a lot. Can of you reasons. do that? Can you just kind of like, oh, keep it on the low? Everybody knows you got two hundred thirty million coming. Everybody's gunning for that two hundred thirty million. There's twenty four broads out here, you know that, whose stories are now starting to, you know, maybe not seem so far fetched. Right. And the more they come out, and the more that they're alleged. And the more that they're they're thrown out there, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to say. Could be a very elaborate scheme, but now I'm starting to doubt. Because I do remember me going on record saying, I think on the show, going, yeah, cleat chases and blah, blah, blah. We'll see how many well, of them hold and, up. Yeah, instinctively, that's your, fir- that's your first 
go that's your first thing to go to because you're like okay yeah of course they're gonna go they're going after his money like granted like yeah maybe he's a maybe he's a little bit of a freak or whatever he's done right. some shit but like they got something to go off but of. there was but it was probably all consensual or it was at least you know whatever and now they're just trying to be like oh you know what maybe not and then you know you couple in the fact that he demanded a trade from the Texans and then all these allegations came out right afterwards which was really convenient but right for all the wrong reasons but now Weird. as we start <laughs> seeing it you start thinking like hmm this man is doing things that are not only borderlining on sexual assault but they are sexual assault yep. and he's taking advantage of people and that's not right and Listen, if that's the truth and that's the case, then he's a scumbag and he deserves to get suspended. He's and going down for whatever he did. He, if he, did he it, deserves you know. to go down. Yeah, he deserves to go down for whatever he did. If if these things are true. Again, like we said earlier, I like to wait and see and be right rather than jump to conclusions and be wrong. Right. So true. let's leave it there. We'll uh, we, we well, let's see. We both saw Top Gun this week. What, what, what would you give Top Gun to Maverick? As far as like good movie, yeah, like, the movie, so, the movie. like uh, eight, nine, like I can't say it's like my favorite greatest movie of all time. I can't go there, but it was a damn good ass fucking movie. It was a, probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I thought it was fucking awesome. It was phenomenal. I mean, it was just two hours and 17 minutes of F-18 porn, Yeah, which is all I wanted. There was no subliminal messages there was no woke nonsense a little there bit was, of some funny comedy in there Very there was some subtle great subtle comedy yeah. listen say what you want about fucking tom cruise i know the man knows how to make a goddamn like mel gibson and tom cruise might be weirdos in real life i don't know i've really never met them but they might be weirdos in real life according yeah. to all the, the tabloids right um but god damn it if they don't know how to make a damn good fucking movie yep i i, I was blown away by a top gun too. I, too thought I thought it was, it was absolutely awesome unfucking believable i sat there i literally was cheesing the entire movie my wife looked over at me like several times throughout the movie and i just had this shitty and grin on my face because i'm just like oh man i had I to just... make sure that monique didn't catch me doing that i was like yeah, yeah i'm just trying to be straight face me i'm like Oh, shit, yeah. this is fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, this is fucking sweet. <laughs> I thought the Val Kilmer thing was awesome. I didn't, The way so they dubbed his I, voice into it, I'm like, it matched up so fucking perfect. I didn't realize like, that Val Kilmer actually had uh, throat cancer. Yeah, well, yeah, like a laryngectomy or whatever they call it. Yeah, I didn't like realize that. he actually a, couldn't, like, he could barely speak can't, now. No, he can't at all. Oh. He can't talk whatsoever. All that was him just mouthing and then making it sound like Gotcha, he had, gotcha, gotcha. Which I didn't know how. I'm like, please don't tell me they're going to, like, make him sound normal like an old guy because they know, but they made him sound like something was happening. They they right. addressed it in the film, which, unfortunately, I didn't remember what it was because I was probably still recovering from my fucking neck after the seats were jerking around for about three minutes, but whatever. But I thought they did a great part with that scene because they had mentioned something in, like, you know, the whatever, like, the write-ups about it, how they were able to, like, incorporate him into the film. Despite I the thought I thought talk. Val Kilmer being in Top Gun, I thought that was a f- – I, I, I didn't expect it. I knew, like, from the previews, like, I knew he was, like, the admiral or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, he, commander of the he Pacific was, yeah, fleet. He went all the way up. Yeah, and he went all the way up, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, he's going to be in it, and he's going to make a cameo. I didn't know until – and it's my fault. I probably it was probably common you know, like common knowledge at this point, but I didn't know he had had like real life issues. Yeah, and uh, and that sucks because Val. Kil- I always thought Val Kilmer was super cool. 
Uh, obviously, it started with Top Gun for right, me. Right, Iceman was the man. Iceman was the man. You can be my wingman anytime. Yeah, yeah, fucking Kaczynski. Was it Kaczynski? Oh, Kaczynski, Kaczynski, K- whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Something Kaz, whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, but no, it was a f- it was a phenomenal movie, dude. Kaczynski, I loved it. Yeah. I can't I can't wait to go see it again. Right. I think I'm gonna go see it again this time without the moving chairs. Yeah, I thought the so like the 40x. IMAX 40X with the moving chairs thing was like a mom, like a motion, you know, motion chairs thing. I thought it was really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. My wife super enjoyed it because if it wasn't for those, through no fault of her own, she would have just fallen asleep during the movie. <laughs> so if we had like nice reclining chairs like they have at AMC, yeah, that's what I was she would have been for. asked out. Yeah. But with the moving chairs, it kept her awake and engaged, and she was super thankful for it because it kept, because she loved the movie. Right. Like she's seen the original, but she wasn't like me, where it was like, you know, I was all about the original. Right. But there was, dude, there was so many, and I won't spoil anything, but there was so many, like, nods to the first one, to the original. It was as good of a direct sequel as Terminator 2. Yeah. And, and, it would, and yes. I feel like, and this, is, and this is a rare occurrence in cinema, where I feel like the sequel was better than the original. Not because the original was like was, but because the 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 second one just had a bigger budget. Right. It had more. They had more ability, and they nailed it. Yeah, like Terminator did. Two. You watch Terminator One, Terminator Two. Terminator Two is blows Terminator One out of the water. Absolutely. The only thing why I think that the original Top Gun still keeps it's better. It's better than the first one. Because of how much of just a classic it is, and it's, it's but if like, you go back and watch it, it was pure '80s cheese. Yeah, it was, but it's just, I mean, I it don't know, dude. It was sick as it's, fuck. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, we said it was Michael Ironsides. It wasn't Michael Ironsides. It was, um, uh, fuck, what was his name? I looked it up earlier. God fucking damn it. Um, was uh, Warlock the same dude from the first one? That was, oh, it wasn't. And I noticed Penny was different, obviously. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer something, right? I forget her name. I can't remember who the hell it was. Oh, God, no. That was Penny was a different, totally different love yeah, interest. Yeah, what's her name, though? Oh, it was? Yeah, totally different love interest. Because uh, in the first one was Meg Ryan. No, that's not Meg Ryan. In the first one, Meg, oh, Meg Ryan, Ryan was the is first Goose's, one. Yeah, that's Goose's... Uh, Goose's wife. Right. Yeah, and then uh, what's-her-face was in the first one. Kelly McGillis was uh, was Charlotte in the first one. Yeah, okay. Oh, Charlotte. I forget the names. I thought... See, now I was all fucked up last night thinking people in the movie were different people than who they were, and... No, now, no. Penny now. was a Penny was a new uh, love interest. Oh, okay. Was uh that was a new. She thing. wasn't brought up. She wasn't the. Oh, uh, what the hell? Oh, yeah. It was Michael Ironsides. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was. Okay. I was right. Never mind. I was right. Right. Good, Good on me. Yeah. No, I so. thought it was a fantastic movie, man. If you haven't seen it, definitely go out there and check oh, it out. Oh, I'm gonna see it again and probably at least one more. I'll probably see it three times before it leaves theaters because it was that fucking good. So. Yeah. Facts. Uh, we'll leave it there for tonight. Yep. Anything else we got? Oh, Formula One Sunday morning. Yep. Uh, where's NASCAR racing at this week? Uh, good question. I forget. Uh, where they, did well, they, I... race, they raced at? Uh, they raced in uh, Darlington. No, uh, they raced in uh, in uh, um, St. Louis on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Which actually produced some fucking awesome racing, dude. It was really fucking. Oh, there's Sonoma. So oh, all right. We got a we got a we got a road track. All right. On Sunday, cool. Azerbaijan for F one or Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan. Uh, for F one, which is a Persian country, Middle yeah. Eastern country. Yeah. Fun track, cool track. 
It should be dope. Uh, we'll be good times. We'll be yeah. good times. So uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, one thing we do want to mention before we get off the air, because we don't want to, um, you know, we, I, I actually feel bad we haven't mentioned it yet, but um, yesterday was the 78th anniversary of D-Day, the yeah. greatest day in American military history, the greatest amphibious invasion, uh, a day that was, uh, will truly be remembered as a day that we um, began, we, we, we stopped evil, true evil. Right. You know, real Nazis, not the, you know, not the kind, like the fake kind that CNN tells you about. Like, right. no, like the real kind of Nazis. Right. Uh, so salute to the greatest generation. Salute to those guys that jumped off of boats, uh, you know, under constant fire on Omaha Beach. And uh, may God rest their souls. Uh, they was, uh, that was without a doubt the greatest generation. That was without a doubt the greatest. Uh, victory, whatever you victory, want to call Victory, battle it. In, in American history and uh we are thankful to those men and women uh or those men who jumped off the beaches and the and the the, the women the families that stayed behind and and helped out in the war effort in world war ii um sorry i'm butchering the shit out of this but uh it's okay d-day baby it's just a shout out shout out and uh yeah we well we did it you know we're we're right on par with the president you know yeah. he didn't he didn't miss uh he wasn't late to um give a speech on um you know trans visibility day but uh 8.45 last night, he finally tweeted out, you know, about D-Day, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah, anyway, uh, D-Day, right, right, yeah. right, yeah. Oh, sorry, I got my head on my ass yeah. all day, my sorry. bad. Sorry, uh, sorry, I was at the beach, you know, yeah. in Rehoboth, uh, my bad. So, yeah, uh, letting little kids pull the hair on my legs. <clears throat> yeah, like, the, like that. Mm, what's that gas is only $7 a gallon, yeah, those are rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah you gotta pump those up. <laughs> pump those up, but uh, Get ready. shout out to the greatest generation. Thank you. To the families of the men who did what they did in uh, June 6, 1944. It was quite the unimaginable feat. Hmm. And they defeated the ultimate evil in uh, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. So, Until next Tuesday, right here on Row 1, Seat 1, live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Thank you all uh, for tuning in. Thank you all that listened, and uh, this show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, it will be available right after the show, within about an hour or so. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to our Facebook channel, our Facebook page, and our YouTube channel, and uh, we will check you all next Tuesday night. Let's go Dubs, Dubs and Five. Nah. Peace. (laughs)